0: It is <laughs> episode 104, Gen Con 2014 wrap-up. I'm Hi. Ross Payton, and with me, not as always, is Aaron and uh, um, Caleb. Well, we're back, bitches. Yeah, so. Tom and David will be in the next segment. But uh, yeah, this is what we're going to be talking about, Gen Con 2014. So, because uh, we, we were there, and we came back, and we, we we had experiences, and we will share them with you.
1: So, although it's important to <laughs> say that we, we <laughs> did if not... If you are hooked already, yeah, <laughs> listener, yeah. Christ...
2: <laughs> I believe it's important to start off with because the inquiring minds want to know. We did not stop at the Coltons on the way back this year. That was avoided. It was uh, a Buffalo uh, Wild Wings. No, the real story
0: is that the construction is still going on I-70 outside of any It's animals.
2: eternal. It will ever car be there. So. Yeah.
0: We, we took a detour <laughs> to Carcursa. Um So, uh, first off, we do have a bit of news. Uh, not, a, not a huge amount. Uh, first off, the No Soul Left Behind and Horrors of War have are both successful. Uh, thanks to everybody who backed. Uh, Thank no you so, so much. <laughs> we have a full uh, color, hardcover edition of No Soul Left Behind.
1: I did, I did not see that happening. Yeah. Uh, we um, made like three thousand dollars in two days. That was crazy.
0: These are a kind of strange psychology where people like see it when it's close and like, yeah, it's it's just that um, it's I like know weird. but like
1: it was a statistical anomaly like literally yeah. accounting for the uptick yeah. of every Kickstarter which tends to go in that sort of like U U shaped curve. Yeah. It was still drastically over <laughs> what we had any right to expect to happen, so that was uh, awesome. But it's Thank for the, the keys. So. For the keys.
2: Uh,
0: and Horrors of War, as of this uh, uh, recording, is not successful. I am... Proud to announce, I am the one who pushed it over the edge with my uh,
2: contribution. Waiting until yeah. the last moment. I but don't. Other of I, us gave money for the, the books. Last moment. There were
0: like thirty-seven days left on There it. are thirty-seven days. Yeah. Yes,
2: but but you're just gonna hold your. What, what was the full contribution? I just want to know. Twenty-five dollars. I got a book. Okay. okay. So I pushed it oh, to sixteen thousand. Fine. Yeah, jeez. I, I went for sixty because I wanted the PDFs. Well, you, good. Good, good for you. Yes, I love the characters. All right. I um, played a couple of these games. So I want to know. So, uh, we... <laughs> You're to this
1: podcast yeah. by choice. <laughs> that was your first mistake. Pause uh, this for a moment and yeah. think about that. <laughs> and your life choices. Way to
0: uh, bolster our fans there, Caleb. Um So... Uh, there's a lot uh, we don't know what kind of stretch goals are coming out for Horrors of War but I'm sure they'll be announced soon uh, and they'll be on the Kickstarter page and we'll link to both of them obviously uh, but uh, oh also uh, there's the next Eclipse book, Firewall should be coming out uh, soonish next few by the end of the year is what I
1: yeah they're waiting for art at this yeah, point yeah
0: waiting for art uh, Caleb and I both worked on it there will not be a Kickstarter for that simply because it, it's a time issue for them it just takes so much more time to fulfill <laughs> All the goals for that. Uh, morph Recognition Guide is also out and beautiful, hard cover in full color. It's very pretty. All the ugly-ass morphs that they put in <laughs> and the pretty ones. And uh, So uh, that's something to look forward to. Find uh, the pig
2: morph and scream at it at your own pleasure.
0: I was thinking of my own creation, the Samson Morph, which is, you know, uh, very... No, I, I remember being in that one. That, yeah. was, uh, that was a long trip. <laughs> Uh, yes, in a complete duality. So, uh, there's a lot to look forward to. Uh, but that's, yeah, not much else in news, because, you know, aside from Gen Con itself. So, Gen Con, uh, what do you guys think overall? Uh, best? Worst?
2: Uh, well, I would have to say, honestly, one of the best ones, if only for the inclusion of the amazing fan get-together. This has easily been one of the biggest and best that we've had so far. To And, yeah. and I'm nowhere to say this probably multiple times, but... Thank you, thank you for everybody who came out to this, yeah. hung out with us. We just cannot say how much we appreciate you guys.
0: Yeah. So. That, that that that's a uh, excellent point. Nice. Uh, the, the Van we know up here was uh, hugely successful. Uh, we met a lot of fans. Uh, and we had
1: Bannerman. We had a banner. We had a bannerman. Had, Not I, every podcast can
0: say that. That would have be the photo for this
1: Bannerman. Yeah, we we had a defunct bear's war. Uh <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's a, a harsh. way to kick a horse when it's moved on with his its life. It's like no, I, like if you listen to it, it's like I got
0: a job, a family. I'm just moving on. So like, they're really did did, we, did they lose? I had to throw a rock there?
2: across town for no reason. Yeah, so. to a place that isn't
0: even there anymore. It's an sure. Anyway. Um, so, uh, but yeah, we uh, the photo you you will have for the show notes for this is uh, a photo of some of the RPPR fans. Not all of them. There were more there. In fact, someone was saying, "Oh, I was paying my tab when you took the photo." Uh, but it has us uh, in there with the role playing public radio banner uh, that a fan made that I have now hanging in my. Thank you, room. Micah. Yes, thank you, Micah. Micah. Uh, Gray Walker on the RPPR forums. Uh, he made a great banner, and now I, I nailed it to my wall, and it will, will <laughs> gaze upon us as we, you know, as I player characters. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, good job for that. Um, and that, I think, was uh, largely... Su- and also, uh, like, Tim uh, for his gifts. Uh, and oh, And Jeremy. Yes, very much so. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes.
2: <laughs> and and, and uh, Jen and George. As yeah, Jen well, and George. Uh, for their particular gifts to each one of us, I will go ahead... Most uh, of those, I think, are still at the house, except yeah. for the ones that you got individually, so I'll see if I can try to... We'll try to get sure. a group picture of all of them.
0: um and also Jeremy uh who got got us a new Zoom H2 recorder H2 yeah. yeah. n recorder so we oh, recorded yeah.
2: twice as many as We did
0: last year uh so we'll be able to cut co- week that's why we're covering uh like we got that diversity and gaming panel uh we have like several other panels coming up um let's see here. it
1: was an embarrassment of riches it was Thank that's a, that's yeah. excellent so <laughs> uh
0: and, and it was all i think partially partial uh partially uh responsible for is the group me app which is a social media app where you can set up a texting thing where you can text like 20 you know a group of people all at once so it's like a, or just message them like in a chat room but you you select who's in there so we set up an rppr group and people are like oh hey i'm running a game over here and do anybody want to join and so like everyone got uh of course you had to turn your notifications and off on your cell phone because it just blew up yes. oh I think there were, like, over 650 messages in four days just from that. So 650.
2: Thanks, unlimited texting plan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Some of us went just to the pure data because, my God, if that yeah. had been on texting. Although, at least it wasn't the, at the level of the something awful one, which just, you said it was exploding. Oh, yeah. Well, that they had, like, an additional,
0: they had, like, twice as many people in that group. and. Uh, but it was, yeah. So that's kind of the key now is using uh, those kind of apps for... Coordinating local events And that kind of thing So Awesome Thanks Internet Web Social media App 2.0 I don't know what to call The next phase of the internet
1: You're welcome The march of
0: technology
1: (laughs) Where did that voice come from?
0: Who is (laughs) it? The spirits of technology, mm. give me your money. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, why don't we just take this day by day, since you know there were so uh, the best four days in gaming. Um, first off, we had Wednesday, the trip up there, which was as great as always.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Caleb is uh, not agreeing with me. Oh, it, it was fine. It yeah. was fine. Well, I, well, I need the stories from this because I missed out on it since I was transporting uh, Dan and Michelle. shell.
0: So. Well, re- yeah. Well, really, I mean, it's just the 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 car. Marcosa S construction, eternal construction an I 70 outside of Indianapolis. The, uh,
1: it has been like the last five years. Five years? Yeah, it's and, been five years? As long as I, I cannot remember. It's, yeah, that. it's always been. <laughs>
0: maybe, maybe the first two years I wasn't really paying attention or just like, oh, bad construction. Oh, God, that's just, first year is just coincidence. Mm-hmm. And then second year, like, no. Maybe
2: it's like an old dot matrix printer where it's just going up and down the road constantly. <laughs> <guess. laughs> like a gradual improvement, ancient mariner situation yeah. <laughs> uh, but we're the albatross
0: so uh, speaking of albatross no uh, uh, <laughs> but uh, the great part though was actually when we got finally got there um, we got some food met up with some fans yes. uh, thanks to the app again mm-hmm. uh, had some food at the food truck some of us but you you went out on your own too
1: yeah we got there and we had to uh, drop off our books at the art dream booth <laughs> Yeah. To be sold, uh, and then I had committed to go to the Indie Game Developer Network meetup at Low Miller's. Low, I think it's Low Mill. I don't know. I'm All not right. Irish. Uh, anyway, Scottish, whatever it is. <laughs> um, we, we showed up, uh, but they uh, drastically underestimated the uh, number of people that were going to be there. So it was uh, standing, remotely crowded, but I still got to meet and talk to them for a little bit. Uh, Eloy Lancetta and Steve Redbaugh and Tracy Barnett and uh, Mark Truman and a ton of other people. Um, I met a guy named Mordecai. I can't remember his last name, but he had a pretty... Uh, you remember what game he worked on? Uh, no, but he, he, he wrote an article on tour recently about uh, race in gaming. Oh, And uh, Apparently, it has uh, enraged the neckbeards. <laughs> uh, so we were talking about that. and did he, he, he did gaming as other... Yeah. that other diversity in gaming panel. Oh, no. And his girlfriend, whose name lose me at the moment, was um, a sociology doctorate candidate at Carnegie Mellon, and she was doing her dissertation over gaming. So Ooh. I saw her on the con for all four days. It was really interesting to see this, like, Pretty waif-like girl, furiously taking notes <laughs> as a bunch of like tubby old white dudes pretended to be elves <laughs>
0: and <laughs> uh, nerds in the mist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was
1: yeah. pretty interesting. But we need it's to find
2: this study yeah. when it comes out. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, we, Anyway, uh, so
1: I hung out there and that was fun. And then uh, the archery guys went there for dinner, so I had dinner with Shane and Greg, and then Greg so went to the. Diana Jones awards that I'd not been. Yeah. Uh so he led me through the Indianapolis streets and you know we knocked on the bright brick wall five times and <laughs> the, no, it's just a bar. <laughs> um, and it's we like, went I don't in. remember that. No, we went in and it was very loud, and some guy had a microphone and no one could hear him and everyone ignore him. And then they gave Robin Laws an award, because Robin, Robin Laws. laws yeah. Uh, and he went for Hillfolk, but I met the uh Line developer for Atlas Games. I read. I I met Ken Height and yeah. Simon Rogers and everybody I basically just awkwardly introduced myself to people yeah, in a there, screaming yeah. bar, yeah. Uh, including Will Wheaton, who yeah. wanted to get away from me, and I don't blame him. Uh, <laughs> but he's shorter than I thought he'd be, uh, and so that was my uh, Wednesday night awkwardly yeah. screaming my name at people. Yeah. And. Hoping they did. That's going to the Diana me. Jones Award. Yeah. I really
0: do need to find a better venue for that. Uh, but I don't know. You get a free drink, so okay. yeah, free drink. Yeah. Wait, you can scream your
2: name at Will Wheaton and he'll move away from you. This is an amazing discovery. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is it really?
2: Yes, it, it, it is.
1: is. What do you think screaming your name would do? Would it? Do you think it would have the opposite? Like, well, everyone was screaming everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It wasn't like it was like a silent room. And yeah. I was just screaming my name. At <laughs> right. I, I do use that approach sometimes, but yeah. it's only. <laughs> You gotta. Have to, it's, it's only, only s- context. Uh, to uh, only succeeded a couple um, times.
0: Yeah. yeah. So we. So uh, Sonara and I think uh, Tom went to and he'll in the next segment talk about this in more detail. Uh, recorded a game of a curse with the guys who actually wrote a curse, which is the new Savage World setting set where you're a monster Victorian sort of alternate reality and fighting other monsters, or so you're a Frankenstein or a Wolfman or whatnot. Yeah. I don't care if they say werewolf in the book; they're Wolfmen and uh, Lady Wolfman uh, that's just we're going by Universal Monster Naming Convention. Lady Wolfman was yeah. my Scott man in high school. Mummies and Dracula's yeah. and yeah, and Brides Thereof uh, that's my rule, my I don't know how the game,
2: <laughs> I have not read the game oh, wait, the okay. you, you, was your wait, you haven't thesis? read it? No. I read either. some of it, alright All right. Yeah, uh, Apparently order. your doctorate thesis was on Universal Monster Entomological Yeah, um they're, well, when you are a monster, you have to understand monsters.
0: Uh, it's learning your heritage. So, uh well, one thing I like about the curse, uh, for example, because I did read some of it, was, uh like, for example, mummies have to be within, like, like they have to sleep in their tomb. Like But the thing is, so mummies, like, don't want to just drag a thousand pound sarcophagus around. So they take it and refashion it into armor. So they walk around in this heavy stone armor that looks really badass, but, like, I like that idea. They could just sleep in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they could just rest in it. Um, But anyway, so that's what Tom did. But Aaron and I, we went to... Uh Yuri, yeah with the we got food at the Caribbean food truck because yep. on Wednesday it wasn't super totally crowded uh yeah so it was uh, pretty,
2: yeah it was okay yeah we both it was the only uh, time we got food truck at, yeah, the, tried pl- fried plantains for the first time it was really good yeah also. no fried plantains are yeah.
0: delicious uh and jerk chicken yeah. and you uh, know with, with yeah.
2: about like half a dozen gin gin George
0: eclectic, um I'm gonna get the name wrong I'll, like I'll look eclectic, it up
1: eclectic eccentricities exec- yes
0: <laughs> uh where she does like dice jewelry and uh, uh, George kind of also does perler bee stuff too yeah. Stuff, so. girl stuff um and crafts type stuff uh, for gamers, and uh, she did tell me that uh, the wife of uh, Sandy Peterson, Wendy Peterson, bought all their Cthulhu stuff because
1: Sandy there was actually a present I was going to get Sarah. You yeah, know, I was going to go by their booth, and and Sandy Peterson's wife <laughs> stole that shit. So, <laughs> oh, I'm wow. coming for you, Peterson. <laughs> Do you have no? Uh oh, wait, you had somebody steal your stuff pretty... because I was going to buy the. They had a... It was the big Cthulhu teaching the baby Cthulhus, oh, and I thought, oh, well, oh that's yeah. a good desk thing to um, freak out Sarah's children. Your general I'll be obligated to have that for you next No, no, yeah. no. <laughs> this is not a you make a thing. Well, since, we did, uh, since we, we did mention have, uh, then, uh, <laughs> Caleb, what did uh, they years. make you for your little uh, present? I got the, I don't know what it's called. It looks like pixel art, kind of the pearl beads. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, you had the, yeah the pearl. Uh, you had the the pearler, David Bowie from Labra. The, 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 oh, yeah. the pearler tear. Thank uh, you very much. No, that was very Sarah awesome. loved it as yeah. well. We've hung it up in a place of, of honor in the house actually uh, covering got, a picture I got of me a, 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 in yeah. the house. <laughs> <laughs> it's over a framed photo of me. I'm not kidding. Nice. <laughs> Bowie has taken it over. Well, <laughs> Rightfully I mean, it so. is Bowie. Like, you yeah. can't even really be mad at
0: that. I'm no, not. No, it's, yeah. uh, he was He was Tesla in a movie. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I got a uh, yellow uh, King chess the king in yellow, the king so in yellow,
1: yeah. Uh, and they get and Jen I wonder why me, they did that. Yeah, <laughs> they, the other ones are so well researched. Weird, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't, you don't care
2: anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, they made me a little Cthulhu sitting at a desk with a plate of viscera, viscera. Uh, and uh, watching a computer that had Slender Man on it. So right. that's um, so I, I got computer compu- Cthulhu. <laughs> but uh, the highlight for Wednesday for me was actually trying Dead of Winter. Uh, our fan, <laughs>
0: yeah, that uh, was... Jeremy um, and his friend Derek, I think Derek, yes, Eric, I yeah, Derek, um, had it, and they were already so we got to try it, and they were also was giving, uh, giving. Thank yeah, you, Jeremy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Zoom you made in recorder. And Dead Winter is a new, it's a zombie based cooperative board game. But wait, don't. Hear me out. Like I know Where are you that, going? Yeah. Uh, there are plenty of that on the market, but the idea is that it's winter and your community is, you know, going to die unless you go out and get supplies. Uh, you're going to starve to death, after, and if you go out in the cold, you're going to like risk getting frostbite or bitten by zombies every time you go out. So you have to risk going out to get to one of these six buildings in the community in order to get supplies. But uh, what's really interesting is that every player, aside, like there's a scenario card that will say, here's your objective. Get X amount of food, or shoot X amount of zombies to get research samples, or whatever. That's what we had to do. Uh, but each player gets their own secret uh agenda and sometimes it's like in order to win so like mine was you have to have four barricades up in the uh main colony before uh the game ends yeah and
2: so, so you have the you can win the they, group objective but you yeah. can lose the individual ones
0: so. Well, yeah like yeah step one ones win the group objective step two get barricades up but like some of these will be like trader cards where, are like uh I, apparently you can betray, like your goal is to betray the colony or kill somebody or do something like that and there's a whole like a, a survival kind of aspect where you can vote people out of the colony and they become an exile so you, there are certain things that exile players can do there's literally cards that apparently come up where you can mug other players for supplies <laughs> and just steal shit from them uh which is hilarious but um so aside from that, there's also the crossroad cards, which I think is the essential yeah. gimmick. Like, the player who takes a turn, uh, the player who previously took the turn, takes a crossroad card and then monitors the player Whenever if a certain condition is met while that player is like, go outside, kill a zombie, uh, if your player controls this
2: this character, or if this character is not in play and they go outside. And usually they're given us some either a moral choice, which yeah. is something bad happens something worse happens so for
0: example if character X is not in play and you go outside then that character who is not in play take them out of the card the character deck that character crashed in a helicopter they're wounded you have two choices one help them uh, in which case you get a new character hey another mouth to feed Uh, step two steal their shit and let (laughs) them die yeah, you got some free supplies, <laughs> uh, and that's uh, pretty much it. Uh, so, the, so it adds a lot of randomness and a lot of uh, no two runs of this game are going to be even closely alive. With-
2: oh no, it was. It's yeah, it's very. Uh, it's, well, it's extremely varied, which makes it interesting. Uh, in the case where we played, uh, I ended up being the one loser in the group because my secret objective was, was to only have one survivor. So I kept, i had two ones. I had the mayor who. His artwork looked a hell of a lot like Edward Cullen, which was just disturbing in its own right. And then the other, uh, the teenager, which I kept sending out and hoping he would die of frostbite or something. Yeah, else. I, the one time you wanted to kill characters, yeah, he stayed alive. alive. I he just don't know he what what he was a resilient is, bastard. Like. So, but I lost that one. Uh, the other thing I love about it is just the base maintenance because you mentioned putting up barricades to prevent zombies from coming in, yeah. which you can do also in the outward areas as well. Uh, but also, the other thing I love for any of the cards that you pull, either for survivors. Uh, food items and stuff that you kind of have to bet to, bet or uh, place in to make sure that you don't starve. There's The discard pile is your waste. You have to clean that up because oh, morale yeah. will start sinking if you're literally living in a shithole. Yeah, In you the know, middle, the, like the morale, apocalypse. which represents your the, the health community.
0: You have to eat so much food every turn. Yeah. Um, there's a lot, it's a lot to keep track of, but once you pick it up, it's really an engaging game. And you picked it up, Caleb. Yeah, I bought it. So, so we'll, we'll have, have to, we'll have to do some more runs of it. So these are also, this yeah, is we should thing.
1: probably knock that off the uh, shout outs list, unless we want to. Actually, ship a version of the game to each listener's home. Yeah, you guys have covered it pretty exhaustively. Yeah, <laughs> no, well, that's really uh,
2: so the new thing. That out. was kind of the
1: highlight of uh, Wednesday for me. So, yeah, and uh, this is
2: also a game that's made by the same people who did Mice and Mystics. So yeah, yeah,
1: I did also pick up the expansion of that. Yeah, oh, there was I know um,
0: So yeah, next day Thursday. Uh, so every day, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, I ran a game in the morning. Because uh, I knew that was the easiest way to guarantee that I would be up in the morning and not just say, eh, fuck it, sleep more. Uh, but, so, let's see, I can't remember. I ran Base Raiders first that day, and then after that, I had a couple hours to kill, and then it was a meetup for me. So, Base Raider w- was fun, because it was actually all pretty much all my games were dominated by people who were actually listening to the podcast. <laughs> Weird. Uh, but we had one player, yeah, I was writing a version of Transit where the players were basically. Um, trying yeah I gave them more stuff in the base to give themselves power so like there's a robo that gives like cybernetic implants it's like yeah no give me everything this one's like really you want
2: everything he's like yeah no everything so Well, and for that were you creating just like a randomized table of things No, I
0: I had sketched out like I just took power from the book and said the RoboDoc can give this, this, or this and so like um, so it was kind of funny it wound up with a player uh, the guy from the tourist from Wisconsin wound up as a full conversion cyborg (laughs) uh, without with tank treads instead of legs he was was Mandroid he was (laughs) Mandroid but he could power hop into the distance so he had his rocket (laughs) jumping So he's doing like the Johnny Five thing from Short Oh my god That was pretty much it so that was fun um And then you ran a game as well.
1: Yeah, I ran Bryson Springs. Yeah. So we had a 50% survival rate. Nice. Um. Um,. Shelly Baker uh shot uh a priest in the head accidentally who was on our own team. Uh, but yeah, some people survived, so that was nice. Yeah. Uh Mitch Cleary got crushed by a car. Mm. It was uh yeah, it was pretty brutal. But We're it, using it Call was or trail rules. Uh that was Call of Cthulhu. Okay. Uh and then I mixed it up a little bit. I, I ran three different systems this time. Yeah. And then I went I bought most of my stuff in the hall on Thursday. Yeah, I waited. Because uh Saturday. downward tails. Yeah Like sold out by Friday Is that the Mice and Mystics expansion? Yeah Which is crazy Like There's a snake in it now But this is things like Midgard Serpent Big Like it takes up like multiple tiles Like (laughs) This is like Death Wish difficulty Mice and Mystics Nice Uh, There's a Newt character there's nice. a little. Sh- there's a shrew. That's a bard. Which light like player characters. Yeah. How do you make a bard more annoying? You <laughs> make it a shrew. <laughs> uh, so so uh, yeah. Nice. Uh, It'll be fun to play. We have to uh, finish regular game first, but... Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I was mainly shopping and running the game for me until yeah. the evening, so... Yeah, because we had the meet-up, and they, But, yeah, yeah. what did Aaron did you do? Uh,
2: mostly it was just shopping around. That's when I got a lot of my stuff done. Uh, talked to some other... That's, like, we was hung out. Actually, uh, the, the two people who hung out, I hung out most from, were actually uh, Peter and Micah. Uh, you know, uh Tad and Gray Walker, respectively, on the forums, so... They're, they're our perennial listeners, and, and I kind of hung out with him for most of the weekend. so Yeah, uh, I, uh, again, just we were yeah, more in touch with the fans, so that was so, really cool. Yeah, I didn't run any games this year, and uh, as we'll yeah, get on for tomorrow. Well, not officially. Not officially. I ran one game, and then I actually sat yeah. as uh, kind of a pitch hitter in case Cale needed me, but thankfully, yeah. we'll get to that in, yeah. in a minute. Yeah. Uh, yeah, first of the meetup.
0: Um, meetup was at the Hyatt. Uh, Micah had the banner, and that's where we took the photo by the bar on the Hyatt, uh, which will be on the, sh- on the website. Uh, but uh, yeah, we all got together. We just traded stories. We had to find space uh, to sort of hang out, and uh, people talked about their favorite moments in there. Uh, I was only there for like an hour because then I had to go to a meeting, business meeting with the Post Human Studios people. Uh, with they had free pizza. I, I, I,
1: I just I just want to yeah. say that while I enjoy I enjoy my job a lot now, and yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm being treated well. Uh, post is treats their freelancers better <laughs> than, than most like jobs with 401k. Straight. Like, this is true. You get booze. You get pizza. <laughs> You're hanging out it's, with possible vampires. Yeah, so. it's nice. It's I'm just saying, like it's weird. Yeah, <laughs> compared to yeah. compared to other freelance work. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> employee morale policy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's I'm not saying I romantic. would
0: die for them, but I would risk, like, <laughs> I would risk getting shot.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah. You know? No, they're good. They're good, yeah. they're good If they ask me awesome. to,
0: like, wear bulletproof vest and they shoot me for a video, I'd be like, uh, mm. can it be low caliber? <laughs> All right, yeah, sure, go on.
2: <laughs> can you use real bullets? You don't aim at my head. Yeah. Um so yeah so that was the meetup yeah, I'm pretty, but you were there at the meetup you know? yeah we continued along uh, just a lot of questionnaires uh, just question questions after you left you you asked more of the pertinent questions and then mm-hmm. we just kind of went through like well what are your favorite moments David kind of started the clearing call of like pointing at me saying what's your favorite Aaron moment oh god <laughs> so we just started going was there around.
0: was there a vote what what moment won
2: no everybody. We, it was just kind of free oh, okay. land. it was kind of just free form of everybody saying well I like how you died <laughs> this way I like how you died that way uh, you have had more
0: experience dying well. Than we had that. Um, not, not. You're almost to Sean Bean levels. I would
1: Cy-Rock died no less than seven <laughs> times. <laughs>
2: yeah, but I guess I I'm the Sean Bean of the role-playing world. That's is
1: that so bad?
2: I don't really know how to respond to that.
1: <laughs> he gets work. He gets, yeah. No shit.
2: Exactly. He gets, he gets the job done. Exactly. Oh, uh, but no, afterwards, because we only hung out there for about another hour, uh, we, we and then the, the majority Green of this, Green. we went to the Delta Green panel. Uh, David stayed behind, which he will have a better story because they're, the room that we were in at the time uh, was being host to a Call of Cthulhu large. Yeah, I remember seeing some uh, stuff that they were setting yeah, up. Yeah, so he that. was setting up stuff, so uh, he will have the full report when we do part two of this. Yeah. Well, um, uh, yeah, it'll be in the same episode. But yeah, we went to the Delta Green panel uh, that had Adam Glancy, uh, Greg Stolze, Shane Ivy, uh, Dennis Whitler, <laughs> so I'm Dennis Whitler and then Ken Height coming in late and uh, oh my god that I Caleb, I had to apologize to Caleb because I mean at least when you said being intimidated by him walking in the
1: room, holy shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> And I it, mean, uh, he, he's nice. Oh no, he's like he's that. wonderfully nice. That I love it. Yeah, he's, uh, You don't have to worry about him yeah. mentioning any subject at all. Oh, because you know, just, he knows more he's, about it. just a wealth
2: of... Well, all of them are wealth of knowledges, but you just kind of feel the old sage coming off of him. Like, oh, yeah. God, I don't want to talk. But it was a wonderful panel. Uh, you'll hear more about it. But they went over... Uh, so, yeah, well, yeah, and they basically yeah, yeah. went over the uh, uh, the new version of Delta Green that will be coming out. Uh, yeah, day. so for listeners
0: so, home, who want to ask a really big question, uh, When is there? did they give a date for the Kickstarter? Uh,
2: they, the time frame that they're giving hopefully is either late fall, early winter for starting the Kickstarter. Most of it's already done. They're just kind of waiting on a couple of things because I think they're talking about Dennis trying to finish up a couple little things in yeah. that and then artwork. Uh,
0: Both panels are recorded. Uh, I'm going to send them to Shane so they'll be posted on Speakable uh, and we'll of course put up links to them uh, because we got a ton of panels otherwise for our VPR so again embarrassment of riches. so. Mm So that was, uh, and after that, we met back up for the yeah. uh, some of the meetup. Uh, we went to the... Griffin Hall? Yeah, Griffin Hall. That, uh, was, the, uh,
1: that was the march across yeah. all of Gen Con with yeah. the banner. Yeah. Yes, great. which was... Uh, yes. At the point where we started actually attracting conscripts. Yeah. Uh, there was a point during walking across <laughs> in which Micah refused to put the banner down, <laughs> though it was enormous. It, it is, it is. Very I felt tall. so bad like, for him. It's like five feet long. Yeah, it's very heavy. heavy. So. Well, we were marching in like a caravan through the halls and (laughs) the cosplayers just sort of started flanking us and (laughs) walking behind it. was our personal
2: honor guard. (laughs) It was great. Yeah,
0: no, I should have had the video camera
2: for that. I'm sorry I missed that because I was getting pizza at the time.
0: (laughs) uh, (laughs) It It was fine. Uh, yeah, we ended the night up playing like Channel A, uh, which, which was, was, which was Channel, Channel A. Which was Channel A. <laughs> what more do you need to say? <laughs> uh, we had, some other people were playing Shinobi Clans, uh, and yeah, so it was yeah, uh, very busy day. So Friday, of course, was the busiest day uh, in terms of events for me. I ran Kerberos um, Club. Uh, which I'll post a playtest of it with what I ran for the RPBR group because uh, me being a horrible monster I did tie it into base raiders because they use the same uh, <laughs> rule set and it was it was a fun game uh, I can talk about more of that later in the anecdote section <laughs> Tom, Caleb what did you run Better Angels this time?
1: Yeah uh, well I got called like the Tuesday before Gen Con yeah. by Jack Graham and they do the campaign doctors every year which yeah. is like him and Luke Crane and uh, the co-designer of Dresden Files was there, and uh, it was really good. But he he does it with Robin Laws, but Robin Laws double-booked it, and he's like, you want to replace Robin Laws at a panel? And I just said yes without <laughs> checking my schedule because, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was the last hour of my Better Angels game, so I had Aaron ready to step in if I had to go, but they booked through it. Oh, no, they,
2: it was a fantastic group. They just Yeah, it
1: wasn't like good. I rushed through it. They just knew how to play Better Angels, and those who didn't, Picked it up really quickly. And, and everybody else kind of pulled them
2: along, too, because uh, in, in this case, they decided that the best thing to do was to rob a gold
1: depository. <laughs> yeah, well, that's my anecdote. I won't yeah. go too far yeah. into it. Yeah, uh, well, well, good. good we'll talk. wait on that one. I'll so yeah, you, you, was, you went
0: to the panel. You recorded that. So it so. was the
1: panel. Uh, so campaign doctors, it turned out Robin Laws double booked it with Ken and Robin talking about stuff, which is why I couldn't miss it. Yeah. But that was in the next room over. Oh, yeah. So. There were like four people there. Yeah. Like, we're nearly at the point where panelists outnumbered people listening. Uh, but it was still fun. Uh, I, I recorded, I started the recording a little late, but you can still hear it. Uh, you can hear Luke Crane uh, vehemently disagree with almost everything I say. Uh, so that'll, that'll be fun. Uh, then uh, from there, it was panels for the rest of the day. Yeah. So from there, we did economics, which was. Astonishingly well attended For an economics panel With Rob Boyle Yeah Uh, And we basically Just started The Marxist revolution At Gen Con Yeah Uh, No clearly (laughs) (laughs) The seeds have been Planted Yeah (laughs) Next Um, year comes the harvest Yeah yeah, But there was uh, A lot of really good questions And it was a really good panel And it was more entertaining Than I thought it was going to be Yeah Definitely Uh, and then from there, we did uh, the Game Designers Workshop panel, which was okay, pretty well attended. Yeah. 10 15, we had some good questions. And, yeah. Um, I
0: talked about Ruin. Again, I'll post this because uh, I'm uh, i uh, I'm working, that's the gumshoe horror game, architectural horror game that I'm working on. Uh, I sort of figured out. Boiled it down to its bare essence, and that's what I'm going to focus on. So
1: a nice British man was confused why I would ever think it was a good idea to make an economics game. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that was a fun question. But why? <laughs> but what, why? Whatever. Yeah. Whatever possessed you to do that?
0: <laughs> so uh, that was fun, and then in the evening, uh, of course, we had Glancy's uh, gl- game. Glancy's World War I, which has already been posted. Lord of the Peaks. So and you I know all, about it. Got a lot of comments. No, 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 no need to mention the anecdotes. So, uh, was there roll. any
2: post-game commentary? Out you but to- <laughs> uh, Actually, this is the one time I literally felt really bad because <laughs> I. <laughs> Because my, you only
0: killed half of his characters.
2: <laughs> it's <laughs> true. You're right. You know, you're, you're, but I felt like my there, there was like a bleed over from my shit rolls that somehow infected his. You did because, also kill the lieutenant, too. But. <laughs> that was an NPC. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Glancy even admitted you're going to want him as a bullet shield at some <laughs> point. So. Yeah. Well, I rolled
1: two ninety nines in a row. Yeah, so...
0: Which, yeah. You know, you know I, I, no, I did the uh, same thing in the Zeppelin game. they failed, the, like, three dex checks uh, in a row.
1: The problem with it was... <laughs> it,
0: well,
2: yeah, but, yeah. Uh, it didn't really happen exactly the same way. However, yeah. uh, I did like the fact that when, I got, when we got to Gen Con this year and I yeah. said hi to... Uh, Glancy, his first words were to me: "Is like, hey, I'm, I'm look forward to flirting you off a of mountain on Friday." <laughs> yeah, I
0: think our only problem is next year we need to be even more reckless. Like, we, we really need to not stop being so sensible about things in these kind of games because um, Glancy sets them up so that sensible characters will have a good chance of surviving. And clearly, that's our problem: is that we are we no we should have gone into the cave.
1: You're large. right. And we just, it would have been magical. And, and thank you, Tim, for the Blanton's. Yes. It was, oh my God, delicious. <laughs> I think that's yeah, that was, that was buzzed game. Had, did heart. you keep the bottle? No. No, I mean, yeah, did you see the,
3: did you see all the stuff we hauled back?
1: Yeah, no, we did have a lot. We had the banner. I mean, that was, yeah, like yeah. if I would have taken time to haul back an empty bottle, like that's hoarder's level <laughs> shit. Like it has sentimental <laughs> value. It's, it's one so of those things cute. you could <laughs> <probably laughs> use again if you wanted to, but it's hundred. Rate from one to ten how yeah. you would feel if I put this in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> It was a very pretty bottle, but the the very tasty stuff in it was gone. All right. um, Although I I I do feel it's
2: important to at least reiterate here. It uh, it was shaped like a healing potion, like in the Diablo. (laughs) Yeah, it was. (laughs) But even prettier. But but I do – coming off from the game, though, uh, there was a certain bet that I was – since neither of us technically died – I was gonna up. No, I'll run back to Z if you get but, it. Yeah, <laughs> sir, Despite
1: uh, my best efforts. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so yeah, here yeah, so just to reiterate for you here, because we both came to the edge of death. At some point in the near future, Ross will run a game of mechton Zeta, yeah. uh, a old, uh, older anime uh, best mech, yeah, giant robot, giant robot game. And I'm busy that night. Yeah, so you, you will be here. You will
1: be surprised. <laughs> I have things. So I have things to
2: do. <laughs> um, but in turn, though. I will have to run a Dirty World game written by Caleb. Caleb comes up with the premise. You come up with the premise. I don't know if I... Oh, man. I know. it's Everyone's on Everyone's
0: being tested. I understand
2: you're busy (laughs) with a new job, so you can take your time. No, you can
0: just give them a long line. You can be as detailed or as loose as you want. You come up with at least the premise, and then, you know, if you want to write 20 pages, go for it. If you just give them a sentence, go for it. Like... Human
4: trafficking, go! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, uh, or whatever. So, it, we would do it you in reality. You take he your time with that. I, I know it, you'll board.
0: choose just the right one for Aaron. Uh, <sighs> <sighs> but yeah, that was Friday. Uh, and that was a very... Uh, that, and we actually uh, we started at a reasonable hour, so like 7 or 8. and So we finished not at 4 in the morning. <laughs> so we were able to get some sleep. Um, and then Saturday... Um, Let's see, there were, I finally ran Elder God-like, uh, which ended well as player, w- one thing at the group me thing is people were able to post updates, uh, not just like, hey, what's going on, but like, hey, I'm going, this is happening in the game, and so like, oh, TPK incoming, oh yeah, we got that TPK, and stuff like that. Uh, so that was really cool that players were able to add that, and I was mentioning those like updates of the World War One game. I think I'm gonna have to go through the group, the, the archives of the group. Me are still there, so I think I can scroll back, maybe get some of the really juicy comments <laughs> yeah. uh, and post them uh, because those were pretty hilarious. Um, but after after that, um, there was the Delta Green panel in the evening. But uh, that was when I did most of my shopping on Saturday. Uh, So I bought a lot of stuff and got some review copies from Pelgrim Press for like Mythos Expedition, which is really nice. Um, But yeah, that was. um, I didn't have any other huge events. So yeah, what about you guys?
1: Uh, I ran the Fall Without End in uh, Trail of Cthulhu. Yeah. Which I'm starting to really enjoy trail for that scenario initially just because. By the end of it, they have no points left, and yeah. they're just completely in negatives on everything. No. It's
0: what that game goes for. <laughs> well, and, and because because they have some control over, like, what they're going to die from, you know? They can <laughs> choose whether, like, it'll be climbing or running away from a monster or
1: something like that. <laughs> but they will die. Yeah, no. Um. Yeah, so that went well, and then I kind of crashed Saturday afternoon. I was... Yeah. We did a lot of stuff. And there wasn't something immediately after the game to command my attention, so yeah. I just kind of I walked around the floor for a little bit, and then I powered down hard. Uh, nice. Yeah, uh, yeah, I did.
0: I actually talked to Robin Laws, and I told him some of the, my concepts for Rowan, and he's like, "Yeah, no, that's good. You should do it." And that was
1: about all the input I got, but that was all I deserved. <laughs> I talked rubbish. to uh, I talked to Ken Hyde about the upcoming Dracula movie, where Dracula is a superhero as Vad wait, wait, Is this Dracula and, Untold? Or? Yeah. Oh, and God he, uh he bat punches and <laughs> he makes a fist of bats. I mean, and, this sounds like no, a, not movie. This live no, it's action. a live action movie. What? And I'm like, I'm sad now. Well, he I really be. want to see it. And it's like, well, he's like, and he's like, it's gonna be terrible. I'm like, well, I know, but I, I want to see it. <laughs> And he's like, well, don't give him money. I'm like, <laughs> I will steal it on the internet. And was like, oh, okay. I have a pass. So I might go to the... And he's like... And I'm like, if you need anybody to write a BatFist supplement for an Ice Black agent... <laughs> <laughs> you know who to call. Yeah. I'll right. be there on opening day. Bat-fil- and by that, I mean on my computer. Yeah. Downloading it illegally. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, so that that was... That was that discussion. <laughs> yeah, this is a more
0: important day for you, too, because, right,
2: it was the cosplay, although, well, uh, you, yeah, it's important to say, though, that I rectified the mistakes of last year by, one, uh, not having a ball of cloth that was going to kill me by wearing it, uh, two, uh, I actually was only in the costume for uh, about, like, Three or four hours, as opposed to like all day, uh, right. because I, I only chose to go in. Fortunately, we
0: were all connected by the skywalk, so but yeah,
2: and, yeah. There was actually a pretty decent walk over from the Marriott. Well, you we did have at. to go outside. No, no, it was. Yeah. But well, even so. Uh, the weather was fantastic. Uh, yeah, the weather this was, was
1: uh, abnormally. It was not cool. a yeah. It was not a typical yeah. Gen GenCon
2: Indianapolis. Yeah. No, it was wonderful. But uh, in any case, uh, I only did the parade this year. I uh, declined to go ahead and do the uh, contest mainly just because it takes so much time. Yeah. So uh, I had just repainted the helmet, scarred it up a little bit, and made it look a yeah. little bit rough. Although I found it interesting uh, because again, thank you to Micah because uh, you were acting. He was acting as my handler since yes. I was effectively blind in it. Yeah, there's I some good photos
0: of you uh, that some of the fans have posted. Oh, really? I didn't see Yeah, it. you didn't see the one with you and Tom?
2: I saw that one on Tom. I didn't yeah, see yeah. anybody else. So, Because um, uh, yeah. uh, Micah took the bunch of that, but he's acting as my handler. The funny story I can bring off of that okay. is uh, before we did the parade, uh, uh, somebody, some guy asked to take my pictures. And again... I can only see distinct shapes. I can't see faces or anything else. It's like, hey, it's good to see you again this year. After the picture, I popped up the visor. It was a uh, gentleman whose name eludes me, but he was doing a Booker DeWitt cosplay yeah. last year, and I was in line with him almost the entire time and in, in talking nice. into him. It's like, oh, you're the Booker from last year. That's awesome. What was he this year? Uh, oh No, he, was just, he uh, didn't have any costume this year. I uh, saw so, yeah, a lot of really cool stuff. Yeah. I was Uh, Including, uh, I'm so harsh on (laughs) Steve. I know. He's enjoying his vacation. Uh, But uh, apparently I saw one other Proto-Man who I have the picture with, and Mike or I will put that up at some point. Uh, But apparently there were two other Proto-Men wandering around. Uh, uh, One that was a steampunk one, and another one was one from the Proto-Men like myself. Uh, Got other Mega Man one. Uh, My personal favorite this year is somebody was in a full John Crichton outfit from Farscape, which I... Have to be a nerd about that. Yeah, it's like a what a jumpsuit. Uh no no he actually,
0: it's <laughs> 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 is not it like he the human who's just like in a, his Air Force jumpsuit isn't that his character? Like, well no that
2: was like the first couple seasons. The okay the first, first, he, first he got like the, the full black leather stuff and he was carrying okay. around his stuff DRD. Uh but other than that no it was a lot of fun with that uh with doing that got a lot of pictures once Micah gets those up because again he was yeah. doing the cool thing. Uh the funny story that I can do before and after is no. uh they had a booth which uh, if you're aware. Uh, There was a Kickstarter earlier this year for the Mega Man board game that was coming out. Uh, And I ended up talking to one of the guys over there, handing him a button, and said, yeah, I do a Proto Man thing. And uh, apparently, again, it's funny to tell people about the Proto Man when they've never heard of them before. (laughs) And, of course, these guys were completely ignorant. And uh, he's fun.
1: I, the word it actually is
2: <laughs> when when they hear rock opera based off of Mega Man, their faces kind of make. I had to tell
0: sp- Dennis Etler about uh, Proto Man because I wore a Proto Man t shirt last year, and he's like, "What the hell is a Proto, Proto Man?" He's like, <laughs> uh,
2: but he actually said, "Oh, because, it's a rock mind, opera band, Do you mind when you get but in, about a video <laughs> game?" But uh, he actually said when I showed him the costume from how it looked last year, he said, "Hey, do you mind coming and standing in front of our booth for an hour or so?" Uh, before yeah, I know a lot of
0: the people who run booths at Gen Con will like pay people in swag or just in cash to run demos and stuff like that cause, so. Uh, so yeah you could actually be a cosplay model next
2: year be like hey man try this with his, with his gut thing because yeah. uh, it's fine you're, you're you know, to keep a there's a couple particular suits that we will not speak of on here uh, so. yeah uh, no it was a lot of fun we had a lot of uh, yeah
0: uh, Those well, I guess I could talk about this, Tom and David more, but uh, you guys, you, didn't Dan run uh, at some point a five E game for you guys? Uh,
2: he ran that for uh, Tom, David, okay, Michelle, sure. and a couple of the other people. But yeah, he got the five E, uh, one of the five E scenarios. All right, well, so we'll talk about that. that. I can't yeah. remember if you were part of that or not. So. Uh, no, I saw the character creation, but then I ran off to do other things. So. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, Saturday
0: evening, uh, we had dinner with Nancy, and then we had the Delta Green Tradecraft panel, mm-hmm. which lasted for like two hours. Yeah. And it was amazing, because it was most of them just being snarky with each other, <laughs> and telling stories about so John, snarky. John Scott Tynes, That's, uh, which is hilarious. Oh, yeah, there was a huge amount of snark at the first Delta Green panel, yeah. too. Right. Uh, so that, well, of course, that... Ken Height
1: made fun of our PPR. Yeah. <laughs> <What>? Achievement unlocked. <laughs> what did you say? Uh, we start, we start the panel... Yeah. We start the recording before they realize the recording was started, yeah. and then they said, Oh, we're started. And then Ken and I said, So we're starting this like every episode of <laughs> our
2: Okay, that's kind of yeah. we can't all be as good as you can. <laughs>
0: yeah, oh, shit. production values. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, we have an editing program, you just haven't heard of it. Yeah, I just no, I just choose to leave this off. <laughs> uh, so that was that was pretty much it. Um so that was Saturday uh, for us. Uh, I mean, the panel didn't end until, like, 11 or something like that.
1: So I think that was... Yeah, it was good.
0: Yeah, we, I think we played... Yeah, just hung out after that with some fans. And so that was pretty much Sa- yeah, it. We Sunday. went into the
1: hotel room and we watched Two Guns. <laughs> so, <laughs> two yeah, guns. with that uh, Saturday and... Theories about Two Guns. Yes. Mark Wahlberg's in it. He has a gun... It is a watch you did that, and he also has a gun. Yeah, so they're doing yeah. that. Yeah, I came in on the latter Christ. half of that because uh, while had, I don't know what kind of
0: DLC they have for Robin Bands, but that like <laughs> payday dude needs to get that. Like blowing up
2: all the deposit box. Thank you. I hate sawing Thank you
0: Mouse. Jesus.
2: Um, on Saturday, though, uh, while you guys were doing that, I did run one game, uh, oh, yes, which sir. was a, a Call of Cthulhu scenario I've made called The Black Dream. Uh, which is centered around uh, black jails in China. If you've ever heard of these, if you do, look up. There's a PDF called uh, "An Alleyway in Hell," which will tell you all about that. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's a fun read. No, uh, in any case, uh, but they, they, I've run one test play before that Ross has been, right. and it completely ran off the rail. So I think I'm comfortable mm-hmm. enough with this. Uh, just remember the name bureaucrat bear for your future parties. Yeah. So, uh, but now everybody enjoyed that. Uh, Jen George. Uh, trying to remember Michelle and no missing. Oh, we actually, the funny thing about that, actually, I do remember, is uh, we had some guy who was at his first Gen Con. Yeah. I believe his name was Alan, if I'm remembering it correctly, but he just kind of stopped him saying, What game are you doing? Do you have at- time for another player? Sure, come on in. Have you played Call of Cthulhu before? never heard of us so he got a button he nice. had got his initiation into horror gaming and went on his merry way Woo. so uh,
0: yeah that was really cool getting into uh, for you guys run running pickup games that kind of
5: stuff so that
0: so was. I,
2: well i wanted to do at least one or two because since i hadn't officially well I'll say i hadn't officially scheduled anything i right. missed the deadline cuz i was lazy this yep. year so Hopefully, I won't be as lazy next year. <laughs> so uh,
0: yeah, I think next year I'm not going to run as many games. I think I might just one run official game and then maybe hang out in the archery booth or do more panels. Because even just three games that's like twelve hours, and then two panels that's another two hours. I mean, that's like you know fourteen plus another hour for just walking back and forth. That's like fifteen hours out of four days gone just from that, and that, that's you know a lot. I, I wanted to hang out more with the fans and do other things like that, but it's hard to when you're running so many events. Oh yeah, so it's just. Not- um, and, 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 and like uh, Adam uh, Mr. Lancey uh, Made some good notes Like yeah I could run more games For people But that's you, You're selling to six people potentially. Or I could be in the booth And you know Promote myself to Forty people or more In an hour Or four hours Or whatever Yeah so.
1: I think uh, Next year I will Be trying to do more panels Yeah and Maybe less games Just cause yeah, yeah you create more content And you yeah. reach more people yeah so uh, and I'll be on those panels
0: you know, I'll just you know whatever we'll talk I'll talk about whatever I don't give a shit you know
1: <laughs> and
0: if you don't you don't have to invite me the, the new the new mythos entity i being awkward I'm being awkward
2: you'll yeah. well, be the new mythos entity panel hoster yeah pretty much um
0: Leeching off the fame and talent of other people. Uh, <laughs> see, these other guys are really talented and famous. I must be, too. Yeah. Why are you putting uh, the straw up to Robin Laws? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, mm, I think... It tastes Canadian. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like maple syrup <laughs> and
2: it's <laughs> green water.
0: Let's <laughs> uh, just get as
2: creepy as we can with yeah, this. <laughs> no,
0: Hockey tastes like concussions. Uh, and uh, Anyway, so... Um, yeah, well, of course we can't talk about Dragon without loot. So uh, we've already mentioned Dead of Winter, that was pretty uh, baller. Uh, but there's also Shinobi Clans, uh, which you picked up as well. Yeah, it's um, a new um, uh,
1: card game for post post-human. post-human. Uh, near as I can tell, it's got a you're um, trying to assassinate each other's cards. Yeah, uh, with your ninjas, but it's got a face-down mechanic that comes into play, so there's right. some element of subterfuge and planning Ooh. in it. Uh, so I haven't quite gone all the way through the rules yet but I'm excited to play it.
0: Yeah, I know um, when Tom uh, some of the other RPPR fans were playing it uh, so I think Tom or David was playing it uh, yeah. uh, with another or with another box of it uh, so they're talking about like a sa- oh man yeah, we, we we ignored the, the, that one Ronin was totally protected but uh, we, we sort of stabbed that die bone you know like yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's some uh, let's see what else um, I picked up Mythos Expeditions from Pelican Press which is a collection of scenarios uh, set in various distant uh, archaeological sites and, you know, more of the Indiana Jones style of adventure. But, of course, this is Trail of Cthulhu, so, you know, horrible Cthulhu monstrosities. Obviously. Uh, mythos monstrosities lurking in every corner There's So
1: worse things than Aztec warriors living in the walls yeah exactly inexplicably <laughs> yeah for uh, centuries
0: <laughs> no that's just their day job they take shifts clearly they take shifts so,
1: so we're like making
0: the S Steve hasty what's going to yes it's your turn to be on the wall alright
1: plaster me in maybe
0: he's like the national guard maybe it's a reserve thing <laughs> jump
1: out of this kid
0: the monkey's alerted them They're like hey guys you need to get get up on the wall alright just like the drill guys <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that was the worst movie for <laughs> Anyway. Um
0: so of course I'm probably gonna be integrating some of these into my Master Nia Lothodub campaign, uh because why not? And it's y- I
1: do you realize that Cthulhu yeah. has a time limit? Yeah. Like you're, you're stretching this out into insane lengths they've only been like they, they, it's like still
0: January alright they've only been playing for like a week and a half
1: I and know and you're doing like a crazy hodgepodge you've yeah. already pulled like three other campaigns I in Damasco now I love the the epic yeah. campaign yeah, I've
0: pulled in Since the Slide of Handman Shadows of Yog sothoth uh, Dream Factory for Mortal Coils
1: uh, <laughs> Shanghai Bullets and
0: uh, Fearful Passages which is a collection of short uh, scenarios based on travel so like they have diving. Things
1: don't go above Epic, Ross. Yeah. No. There's no higher than Epic. I don't care. I do what I want. Uh,
0: so
2: we'll, we'll see how that works out. Uh, yeah. It's the Ross Payton remix. <laughs> yeah. Um, you got to pick it up a couple RPGs, too. Yes. Uh, I, uh, the primary one I got this year. Um, Mainly due to my love of the comic, but also for the fact that uh, Ross here did an interview with one of the creators last year. Yeah. It was the Atomic Robo RPG. I interviewed Mike Olson. Yeah. He created Strange Fate, which is the version of Fate I use for
0: Base Raiders. Yeah, I was and actually. There I, will be a conversion for. Uh, Better Angels, No Soul Left
1: Behind
2: Force Rainfall. That's
1: another book uh, laid out by Adam Jerry Yes. So, very pretty. Yes, so, it is. Uh,
2: but no, I I've ever since playing Spear of the Century and now getting a little more used to it, I'm really liking the Fate system, so I'm going to get, attempt to make a, a couple runs on that. Uh, sometime in the near future, we'll at least do the initial um, adventure that's in the back of the book. Great. And then we'll see if we can create something else for the action scientists. Yeah,
0: we'll get a lot of uh, new systems in our one shot, uh one shots at least, for the actual play podcast. We already have a Curse. Recorded, we already have uh, a couple other games, Curb uh, Club. And uh, so, yeah, we, we look at more than just
2: Cthulhu and Eclipse Phase
0: on our yeah, although, although there
2: there will be a lot of Cthulhu and <laughs> yeah. Eclipse Phase in our PBR. Yeah, speaking of Eclipse Phase, I did pick up my copy of Sunward just because. Much to the chagrin of other naysayers that might be at this table, there is a use for space whales. I'm going to find. All right, no, I I will be I will run another adventure, Mechtin Zede,
0: if you could pull off uh, space so you whales. Think I can pull off space whales. Okay. I'm running two. I am i do not even get shit. I'm busy
1: that night too. Don't <laughs> <laughs> uh, you abandon me in my hour of need?
0: Um, yeah. <laughs> so I want to uh, Caleb. You got an uh, another. Uh, Strongly themed RPG uh, that we will probably never get to play.
1: Oh, yeah. I, so I went to the IGD in booth. Uh, I hope to buy in next year, uh, but they it's cool how they do it because they have people running the booth and they have an HQ dedicated playroom, so like, you've got the room where you can play all the games yeah. in the collective, uh, the HQ where people answer questions about the games before people run it, and then people run the booth and everybody demos each other's games and stuff yeah. like that. Um, so I picked up... Uh, the plays the thing by Mark Truman. Uh, it's a Shakespearean RPG, but you play uh, community theater people doing a, a Shakespeare play. But you decide that you don't like the way it's going, so you change the plot. So it's you know uh, the Merchant of Venice, but Shylock wins the case, or they the shit out of it. Yeah, Ophelia yeah takes out Claudius or yeah. something. Yeah, nonsense. Uh, so it looks pretty cool but you need to know your Shakespeare uh, but there's also a teacher's like plan unit for it online Oh, wow. uh, so I'm going to see if I can work that in the class yeah speaking I of IGDN someone.
0: I actually stopped by there as well and uh, to take a look at Rutama, Tama which is a, the Japanese sort of light fantasy RPG that I backed on Kickstarter they had a like a version of it there that you can look through and be like
4: oh my god it's so pretty
0: uh, but I, I, I got talked in buying a couple things and um, Big Book of Little Games, which is a collection of really short games. By John uh, Wick, right? Yes, uh, mm-hmm. John Wick. Uh, uh, also by John Wick, I picked up Wield, uh, which he launched on Kickstarter. is a sort of a, a fantasy game where you you control a powerful magical artifact that sort of controls a human, so you can be a magical sword or a one ring or whatnot. And we actually already recorded a one shot of that, and there are some issues we have and we talk about in the actual play. Yeah, uh, It's got some interesting mechanics for it, but the control... Conflict between the human and the item are not really. I mean, Better Angels has a better, like,
2: inner personal I mean, conflict. That was the big warning canon because it just felt like. We won't get into this, but yeah. it felt like the there was. The, once you made the item, there was no real control, especially if you gave the. The human a lot of powers, um, yeah. which is what I did. But I mean,
0: so. for fifteen bucks, it was. I think it was worth it. I mean, I don't think it was worth more than that. But for fifteen bucks, it's a good buy. Or I mean, it's cheaper PDFs, so you can get that.
2: Uh, but what about the PDFs? Right? Yeah, they don't have
0: character sheet. Uh, the John Works website does not have character sheet PDFs that you can print out and use, which are actually kind of important to the way the game is structured. You can uh, So that's kind of you know annoying. So please put character sheet PDFs on the website. I'm Uh, sure he's listening. Yeah, I'm sure he is. (laughs) Uh, But I also got... I um, talked to the creator of Atlantis, the second age. He also did uh, Helios, the space age Greek RPG. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the second one was Atlantis, the second age, which is a sword and Sorcery RPG. And I wasn't going to buy it, but he talked to me about it. And that was my mistake. So listen. (laughs) Because he's like, oh,
2: that... that, You're you're just... You were pulled into the siren column. Yeah, this is what I should have done the
0: Iron Heroes campaign in. And it's got all kinds of stuff. Like, magic is very... Conan-esque, where it transforms and mutates the the wielder, and they're not totally overpowered compared to heroic badasses. And there's, uh, you know, savage apes. Uh, there's a whole ape of civilization, and there's you know, create other. It has it has a like you have a renown system, and I don't know. It's got great artwork, and it just at some point I want to run like a mini campaign in it or something, at least a couple of one shots, because uh, it just it, it's I yeah, that's that's my jam. Uh, so, uh, I
1: picked up a short pamphlet game by Tracy Burnett called One Shot. Yeah. Uh, and it's like for two players, so when someone doesn't show up we can run that. Yeah. Uh, it's a sort of like revenge tragedy kind of movie. Yeah. Like uh, like a death wish kind of Is that
0: shooter or is it is it called No, it's called one shot, sorry. Okay. Oh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the the player in the game is called the shooter. Oh okay. uh, I I got it that I, I
0: yeah I I went through it. Um yeah, let's see here. Uh, that look, no, that, yeah, we def- definitely need to try that as well. I also got uh, a couple supplements for the Void, which is Cthulhu space opera type game. Uh, well, not even space <laughs> opera, but it's like it's a little like Eclipse Phase, but the tech isn't quite as high. Uh, they don't have FTL stuff, so it's all set in the solar system, like you know Mars and whatnot. But hey, Cthulhu monstrosities in space, and you know, hey, why not?
2: It's probably the closest we're getting to you the the attack. At
0: exactly. So. We're we're pretty
2: much got a we,
0: we yeah. We're <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, you also got the Doctor Who RPG. Yes, right? I went ahead and picked up. I actually talked to the I talked to the gentleman up there at the Vortex booth for about thirty minutes or so, going over the system and what differences they made. So uh, I only bought the core book. I didn't go with anything else with yeah. it because I, I would like to give it a try first and see what everybody thinks. Sure. Cause it, it seems a little bit White Wolfish, but I, I I like but I kind of like that about it. So hopefully we'll get. I'll read this over. and Get we a love shot. Love White Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you haven't even really given. It's, like, not, it's not rifts though. That's yeah. the one thing we can say.
0: Did you? Well, you did do yeah, one or two games and morals, but that was about it. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: but we'll give it a shot. Although I did find it interesting that if you they actually do have it set up that if you do want to play a time war game, you can do that. So, and they it, it actually does not make them massively overpowered. Do you because they did style love how they set the rules of but uh, just because you're a time lord doesn't mean you're the Doctor. So. Yeah. Uh, we got to keep that Mary Sue's in check, you and know? check.
5: Yeah.
0: well uh,
2: well, actually I'll give that uh, the example which I love how this uh, the gentleman Andrew I believe I was talking to put up because he set up a game with, his, uh, with one of his groups and he was playing the, the token time lord but uh, he was only a TARDIS mechanic he knew everything about how they operated how to fix them so uh, when they were escaping Gallifrey during the time war he managed to get away with a group but he had no idea how to fly it it was just randomly taking into place. As it breaks down, he'll fix it, but they're shooting off in a slightest fashion.
1: Well, now that there's a continuum hack for Cthulhu Dark, uh, <laughs> I can run my Doctor Who game, where he comes and destroys your lives. <laughs> Literally, that's... And just... makes you pray for a fate as kind as death. <laughs> I so need to show you yeah. the Aldi Doctor uh, last night. My God. <laughs> yeah. You're going to love
0: him. Um, anyway. no, I'm, I'm all for it, so... Uh, so yeah, I guess now we're at the anecdote section uh, for these games. So um, I think my anecdote will be actually talking about Elder Godlike, which is still so in playtesting. I don't know when I can post the AP of it, uh, but we we I run it twice now. The Elder Godlike. The first time I ran it was with you guys, and you, there are no player fatalities or close, but uh, and that was my mistake. I realized I should ramp <laughs> things up uh, because Godlike, even though the characters have superpowers, are still basically human, and it's one roll engine. So. You know, you you get... and you, Even if you have a ability, that power can shut off very easily. Like, uh, you lose willpower, you, you, you lose your power. Yeah. Uh, right. Or you lose Good your sanity. Line. So, um, I ran an abbreviated version of the scenario, and I basically took out the second act. Like, you guys only did act one and act two. You never got to act three, because it was just going to be too much. I didn't want to run a second session. And act three is basically, let's go to the Ice Citadel Fortress of the Bad Guys and their extra-dimensional demon god boss who so I just went
1: Thule seems <laughs> like a nice place to hang out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so what happened was the players went into the uh, Storm the village, you know, as before, teleporting into the town, this, this coastal Norwegian village, to take out this group of Nazis with their, you know, uh, Nancy sorcerers and Nancy uh, uh, super uh, uber mentioned. And one player gets killed, uh, and, but there's a stack of pregen, so and there's only five players here, so he gets a second character. Uh, and then they're like, Alright, so here, and that takes about half the time, and then uh, the player, I get, let them do some investigation, figure out what they're going on. So, uh, but I insert standing stones uh, in nearby, and they say, oh, there's a group of Nazis went off doing these standing stones, and I'm like, okay, well, go check out, Oh, you find there? There's a goat tied up, there's bl- dried blood on the standing stone in a weird pattern, there's a note saying, we performed a ritual to open a gate to our demon boss. Uh, you just have to put blood on the stone and it opens up the gate. <laughs> and so the players will, so I out of characters say, like, you guys got an hour left. You can there's not there's no way you can do act two. Or you can just skip straight to the boss fight. What do you want to do? <laughs> yeah, fuck it. We're gonna do the boss fight. So we're fight. gonna we do the
2: chrono yeah. trigger version of this. Yeah, we're, gonna, we're gonna, gonna go do
0: the boss fight. And so they jump in <laughs> and that turns into a TPK because they take out a lot of the Nazis though, like I run the, like, it's a lot of the rock, paper, scissors, but it's, like, if you fail, you get blown up. Like, it's a very, so they they kill Nazi one, they get one player gets killed, they kill two more Nazis, one other player gets killed. Then they just get, it's it just uh, a very brutal, brutal uh, fight. Uh, and the thing is, they, they didn't, even if they killed all the Nazis, then they would have had the the final you know, Cthulhu Mythos entities show up and that would have undoubtedly killed them all. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone had a good time. And that's what I realized now. When I run con games, I need to make them uh, extraordinary. If they're going to be combat-focused, they need to be extraordinary lethal so that it ends in a TPK or near TPK. <laughs> Just... Because why not? That, those are more memorable than the uh, games where like, hey, we did the thing. We weren't really in danger too. They're like, oh my God, only Bob survived and he'll never
5: be the same.
0: You know? <laughs> so that was... Uh, uh, I think my favorite moment of running con games uh, at this year uh, although all of them were really enjoyable uh, and yeah but anyway Caleb what was your you, you did de- uh depository right?
1: Yeah yeah so I ran uh, <laughs> yes. Better Angels and I ran Think of the Children and to preface this uh, one of the notes sorry uh, one of the notes in the playtest draft was uh, very adamant Yeah. about uh, the fence uh, Mac Jaffrey my also cleverly disguised uh version uh is uh wants the characters to break the chain of custody on evidence against him, thereby allowing his lawyers to throw it out of court. Uh but he doesn't want them to steal it, thereby making everyone suspicious of him. Uh so one of the playtest groups was just Adamant about uh, me including a full blown list of everything in the palette of evidence against Mac Jaffrey, so I was like, "Fine, I'll do it." So I just rattled off a bunch of ridiculous shit. Um, so this this group, four of them, went in the con group to attack the Federal Reserve. <laughs> like uh, you, knew. and because they're like, there. "Is the Federal Reserve in town?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure, of course. Everyone knows that." <laughs> um. So they, they attract a huge number of police response. And then the two new characters to Better Angels decide to go attack the evidence warehouse that has literally two guards. Uh, one they knock out. The other one she body controls. Uh, and she only rolls a two. So she only has two words. Yeah. To, so she says, drink coffee. <laughs> <He's just endlessly laughs> so this guy's endlessly making coffee and like burning himself horribly and screaming <laughs> as he's drinking coffee what next to his last? unconscious friend. The rest of the scene. <laughs> wow. So they break in and they go searching and they desperately want to find the evidence. I'm like, you just need to be seen in there. You know, and they're like, no, we need the evidence. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So I find it and I read off the list of ridiculous shit. Yeah. And one of the things I put in there in my uh, full-throttle-infused writing session was a panda with type 2 diabetes. <laughs> because an
2: at had fed it bamboo with candy. Yeah, in the center. so uh,
1: <laughs> they forget about that somehow uh, and start burning down the warehouse to attract attention. But it's not really working because all of the cops are at the Federal Reserve. <laughs> where one guy is literally forty feet tall and <laughs> ripping the roof. So everyone's ignoring them and literally all they need is yeah. to be seen. Yeah. Uh so the the warehouse is just full blown burning down around them now. Yeah. Uh the the security guards have run away. And so they start they start like having to evacuate. And so I'm just want to fuck with them because they demanded to find the evidence so I'm like (laughs) and then I look back and the panda's like in the cage burning so they go back and they rescue the panda and I'm like Having girders drop on them and they run away, and then I and then they get to the door, and then I make the panda go and point, and there's a big orange case labeled panda insulin. <laughs> <laughs> so they have one guy burns himself half to death <laughs> getting the panda insulin. So they they saved it though. So I had the a news van come up to like two ridiculously dressed superheroes. You know, furiously trying to resuscitate a panda. <laughs> did they succeed? They succeeded. All right. Uh, and the, the panda was okay. okay and that's the important And then they did the news story, and then they demanded that the news crew give them a ride.
2: <laughs> uh, well, it, it's to where? But... <laughs> to
1: the zoo, where they dropped off
2: the panda. <laughs> but I love how they dealt with the driver after all. Well, yeah, she
1: didn't know how body control works, so she did kind of kill it. Yeah. Uh, But yeah. uh, Yeah, so that was was fun. the the panda with type two diabetes for the win. That was the best gaming moment
0: in the game. That I, I can't argue with that. Uh, <laughs> were there any memorable moments of the Black Room? Oh God, so many. And, and again, <laughs>
2: this this is more Gonzo, but uh, I'll give a preface since uh, I will say it may be on a B side sometime in the future. Yeah. But uh, the first game will not be released as a, as a main side one.
5: Yeah.
2: Uh, but the way that you guys did it to give us a little background is. Uh, when facing against the uh, criminal lord who had gained dream powers because of... Like you do. Yeah. Uh, the baseline for this game is that uh, the dreamlands are infecting the real world because of an artifact yeah. of an old Chinese dream god. Yeah. Uh And... Uh, when you were facing off against this guy, and I had given him a huge amount of hit point because he was supposed to be a long, protracted fight. Uh, well, Ross, you remember how you took them out? Was that the Taser golf cart? That was the Taser golf cart stuffed but, with magic points. Yeah. So, oh yeah, we, our, we could charge up weapons with our magic points, and yeah. so
0: we we put a pole on the end of a golf cart and hooked it up to the battery, so it was basically a giant Taser. Yes. And then we charged the uh, bad guy with it, and we <laughs> juiced it up with our magic
2: points as well. So it was a magic <laughs> a shock taser. Yes. Card. And you ended up one-shotting in this case. Well, yeah. it a little bit differently because uh, I explained the rules that when you spent it uh, you gain magic points to increase the damage and the hit. However, uh, you lose sanity because you're losing the magic points and once it's all gone, either sanity or the magic points, you're part of the dreamlands. Uh, well, we had, oh, I forgot. I completely forgot about this. Andrew and Holly, uh, right. two of our other friends who were in this game, so I'm sorry I completely forgot about you. Jeez. Um, uh, I'm a bad person. You are. Uh, any case, Andrew is just going full force the entire game. He's playing the criminal. He's grabbed a box knife. He's threatened. He beat the new player up sure. <laughs> completely. But when I showed him the uh, Duke of Zhao, he just charged up his box knife and went full force at him. And that's like, since he spent all of it in hit, he took half of it, half of it away for his rolls. But he's part of the Dreamland, so he turned into a giant dogman and ran back into the forest. So, which was his contribution, but the best one, the best one is once the Duke Zhao was down, Holly pretty much was gone almost at zero with her sanity. Alan, our new person, was kind of waiting around, and I said, all right, the, the helm starts speaking to you, Holly. Uh, it's telling you there needs to be a new Duke of Zhao. The dreams need to be controlled. She goes for it. Alan says, I'm going to grab it first. Dex check. Right. Alan gets it first. Becomes the new Duke of Zhao and is convinced he has to kill the Snake Lord in the forest and runs off, and Holly runs right after him. <laughs> so, through the player's own interactions, it became a, 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 a three a three person death. <laughs> so, with only I think Michelle and uh, somebody else, the other person right now living. So, yeah, it was it was just Gonzo. So, but I love the fact that Andrew. Well, here's the Duke of Zhao. What are you gonna do? Box knife. Yeah. <laughs> It sounds like a pretty good resolution to this uh, situation. Box knife on uh, the eternal dream. What Lord. Else gonna do. Like,
0: <clears throat> that's what we're going to do. That's her kryptonite as well, though. <laughs> uh, ancient Chinese poetry. goes on a great length about dream lords and box knives. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So, uh, so uh, when we come back, we'll have Tom and David talking about their experiences in John and more sh- shout outs of Yeah. So, right.
2: Bye. We'll See you later. <music>
0: Hey, this is Russ Payton again with Roleplay and Raider. This is, uh, again, episode 104, Gen Con 2014 wrap-up. This is part two. Uh, we're here now with uh, not just me, but Aaron again. Hi. And Dan, Hi. David, Hi. and Tom. Hello. So, uh, Tom being the iconoclast. Combo breaker. breaker. Yeah. So, uh, we've already talked about uh, Aaron Caleb's with My experiences, so why don't we talk about yours. Dan, why don't you talk first, because this is your... Very first Gen
3: Con. Yes. Yeah, and number. first Gen Con.
4: Thanks uh, to Tom for helping me get there. Yes. Anytime, the home slice. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, the trip up, uh, magical journey as it was. Yes. How, how was that? The trip up, I mean, yeah, um, those of you that are there, my fiance Michelle, came along as well. Um, she had fun. She did have a lot of fun. Um, so the two of us rode up with Aaron, and, I mean, just a lot of fun, I think. There's some more fun stories. Did you tell the story of me ranting at people on the road?
2: Well, ranting well between your sessions of puppy milling Pokemon for your six IVs, which is still very guilt inducing whenever you do it. So They're just digital. I
4: think you are the one having guilt about it. I'm the one that's trying to breed perfection
2: here. Yeah, but you're <laughs> dumping Pokemon yeah the one trying to dump the wild. You're not perfect. Go away.
0: So puppy mill for Pokemon?
2: Uh, yeah. okay, did you well short, a, the short so, the short version of this if you're trying to get like the perfect ones for combinations you can do a breeding program to get their uh-huh. six perfect stats yeah. but it means going through a process in which you're basically <laughs> Pokemon puppy milling it's eugenics for uh, yeah, yeah exactly exactly I'm hoping
3: you at least were doing it in a right.
2: German accent it's like, like breed
3: true my 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 little friends yes or you will be disposed <laughs> of but
2: uh, yeah the drawing up it was hilarious just kind of with Dad getting angrier than I was at the trucks <laughs> that were trying to kill us in like, any given or, moment. Or, 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 it was
4: less about the trucks that were trying to kill us and a lot more about, you know, it's like, hey, the road, the left lane is closing in a mile. So, you know, everyone. Oh, yes, I'm so sorry.
2: <laughs> the construction, yes. No, this will be a very short story, but it has to be told. Uh, in the last leg of Illinois before he hit Indiana, there was an area where it was slowing down to the left lane, and of course, people are just speeding by. And as we're waiting for this, I see a FedEx truck coming by trying to get in. And Dan's reaction was a little more authoritative in the fact that he's never going to learn if you let him in, Aaron. Don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, It's just going to be one person. I'm not letting the entire train through. God damn it, Aaron. (laughs) He's a professional. He'll never learn. Pretty much, yeah. So nice. nice. Well, apparently the time when I patched With Michelle go. losing yes. her mind in the back because of our argument. She thought it was hilarious. Um, <laughs> okay, I so
0: I, it was a great trip. Uh, <laughs> magical journey, as I said. Uh, so Wednesday night, uh, let's see here. We
4: Well, at first we were kind of panicking because some of the events that we were looking at that had open seats that were going to start Thursday morning, we were, well, I was more so, Michelle was much more of the take it easy, see what's there. Yeah. Uh, I was wanting to try to weasel my way into events with generic tickets, but a lot of the ones I wanted were ten o'clock on Thursday morning, <laughs> and so I'm sitting there going, "Oh my god, oh my god, we got we started to go through will call, blah blah blah," and then we found out on Wednesday, oh, call, will calls open on Wednesday. Let's go do that. So that was fun getting a chance to talk with people. Line
2: was very fast. I heard.
4: Yeah. Oh, I mean, it was long, freakishly but freakishly fast.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It, Apparently, they got their act
4: together yeah. this year. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, Take that
0: other con, yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: so yeah, good time. Um, you were uh, hanging out with
0: us uh, that night, were you? Yeah, like, yeah.
4: And like that was pretty much what most yeah. of our con experiences were. <laughs> it was just hanging out with everyone, well late into the evening, and spending the rest of our time wandering around the convention center in a general awe. Um, yeah, Thursday. Uh, was pretty awesome. I got my Dresden Files RPG books signed by Jim Butcher, um, at the. Have state. you read it? yet? Yeah? Or is it the, the book? We,
0: what, did he have a new book coming out? Or is it no, 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 oh, no? Just a, I a brought song.
4: my Dresden Files RPG books up to get signed. Ah, nice. Um, so they have his signature on them. That was pretty awesome. Uh, then well, we can go with something. Dude, we'll take
0: this day by day. So we can get. So David, uh, what about you? So for well, Wednesday and Thursday
6: have to start off a little bit before Wednesday, okay. if you don't mind. That's
3: not the rules, no.
6: Yeah, anarchy. Who asked you, Tom? Um, On
1: the coast, damn it! Listen to me!
6: Other people are speaking, Tom.
1: No! <laughs> anyway,
0: so, David, please <laughs> continue.
6: I have, um... This was the first time I had gone to the RPPR meetup and got to meet everybody. Yeah. And when, or the first time that I've actually gone to Gen Con and... Been a full-on member of our PPR as opposed to just the, oh, and this is the guy that we have who sometimes joins in with us. And, yes, he doesn't deserve a name. And just the prospect of meeting everybody just scared me to no end. Um, I quit smoking in April when I started up again, just at the thought of, I am going to be meeting a lot of people. A lot of people. And I have played some pretty villainous characters. I probably am going to get punched in the face. In yeah. fact, you, is... you, you clearly don't understand our fan base at no, this point. No, you really don't. Actually, I don't. I had yeah. people who shook my hand. Yeah. I mean, yeah there I was could... one fellow, and I really wish I remembered your name, sir, uh, whoever you are, but there was one gentleman who, upon <laughs> finding out that I was a member of the RPPR crew, asked me to record Brackle Cannon. On his uh, cell phone so that he's got it as a text alert. (laughs) Somewhere in America, baristas are getting shocked by that coming out of a cell phone. (laughs) That's the little things. But um, it helped my anxiety but didn't help my anxiety that much. Uh, The very first day when uh, Jen Granis heard my voice from across the room when we walked into the... uh, convention center and went that's David I know that's David <laughs> and at first it was uh oh I, I am so getting maced I know I am getting maced and I got hugged instead and not only that but I um, she told me that she nice had Sarah. presents for us and that's um, the very first gift and the most awesome gift that I could have gotten the whole time there was my little cufflinks right the uh, purple D20 cufflinks purple D20 and there are 20 out on either side so they're not just a hit they're a critical hit that's been confirmed yeah we've
0: already talked about our gifts
6: uh, yeah. but uh, the, the David Bowie and
0: whatnot Gail uh, got clearly the best gift I mean aside clearly, from that yeah. but, yeah. Um,
6: oh, but no, yeah it's the cufflinks it's got to be the cufflinks yeah got
0: to be the cufflinks but uh, Tom you're, you're yeah you're,
6: uh, my first day
0: obviously you're a dead winner that night with us uh,
6: board game So. oh yeah that was awesome too yeah yeah, yeah, I was...
3: I, my first night, I actually had my one game I paid for.
6: Oh, wait, no, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I
3: was... At, I, I, I went to play a Accursed with the uh, two of the creators of the game, uh, Jason Marker and John Dunn. Yeah. Got to meet them.
0: And we have it recorded.
3: We do? We will totally post the shit out of that. Yeah. And uh, played with some they're really awesome guys and very good GMs. And it was actually fun because one of the players and his... I think it was his wife... Yeah, were yeah they were they were, they paid for the game too and came in and, I was, and when I was like hey you guys like, my sorry I had some, I'm recording this for our podcast and oh like, which podcast like oh uh, role playing public radio like you, you you're Tom right
5: <laughs> like,
3: Apparently, fairly he's been listening for year three like three years <laughs> and had no idea that we were coming to Gen Con let alone yeah I'm gonna be playing that game so that game was awesome and afterwards him and his wife and the two creators of the game we all went for, we went for drinks and hung out, hung out except for
0: him for. Tom obviously
3: was I had a cranberry juice yeah a cranberry juice <laughs> and actually cranberry juice and a ginger ale later ooh uh, yes, yeah, has up there yeah, yeah. Totally. oh yeah he, he is, but we hung out, totally we hung out for like, three, like two or three hours just talking yeah. about games and accursed in general
0: yeah uh, very excited about it, Curse. We're actually after we do this recording we're gonna make characters for it. Uh yeah. I've gotta run some games for us later on. Uh, so you that'll be coming up on the podcast mm-hmm. at some point. it uh, might might be a while. I mean the last episode of Eclipse Face I just posted yesterday as of this recording, uh, duality session three or four. Uh, was recorded right after Gen Con 2013 so yeah. slight time delay between recording and posting episodes
4: but anyway hey we're getting to the point where it's only a years worth of lag it's I know right like seven. It, yeah. yeah well
5: it's it
0: I think progress. the record is two uh, I think the right rec- the longest I can remember is the horrible lonely house which was recorded in 2009 I posted in 2011 so that's th- <laughs> but that's to my oh,
3: god, but yeah, yeah. Just, and Thursday yeah. Thursday Thursday uh I hung out basically with uh, Tad. Yes. I hung like basically the whole day. Yeah. From like from meeting for lunch at mm-hmm. 11 a.m. all the way to pretty much after midnight. We were hanging out the whole day.
5: Nice, nice.
3: And uh, he watches a lot of old stand up like I do. <laughs> there was a time when we were spirits. Communi- we were only communicating in stand up bits.
0: Yeah, we, th- we need to record that. Like whenever Tad visits again or Only in like- movie quotes. Well, yeah, it's like, a, it's like I can imagine some sort of post-apocalyptic culture showing up, <laughs> people who've just been raised by this, Basically and where the phrases, cool. you know, take on a different <laughs> meaning, you know, like, Billy becomes just a generalized uh, expression
2: of fear. <laughs> so it's going to be like that Star Trek episode where everything is in Saga and Shalad and, and at yeah. Tanagra. So, yeah. Except it'll be like, I got a bad feeling about this. That's like, do, re, Exactly, exactly. That needs uh, to be the general greeting. So... Uh, By the
3: way, I'm going to just. Never mind, no, I'm actually going to save this for my shout outs.
2: Okay. Totally.
0: Be uh, that way. Uh, but yeah, so uh, oh. going back to the meetup, since that was Thursday night, big. Yeah. Uh,
3: oh, and shit. I was only
0: there for a little bit, because, you know. Uh, uh, You'd be
3: proud of us, Ross. And after you left, we kept the party going for a good 90 minutes.
0: Yes, uh, before right up until the yeah. Delta yeah. Green Band.
3: Basically asking, like, okay, who's got a favorite uh, David moment? <laughs> who's well, got a favorite actually a moment.
6: started with Aaron, then started. Or, Started with Aaron, moved to Tom, and then Aaron threw it back at me. And it's, so who's got a favorite David moment? Yeah.
3: And the thing is, everyone had a favorite all of us moment.
6: <laughs>
3: apparently, apparently, we are a plethora of moments. Yep,
0: that, that's. <laughs> well, this is RPPR, moment a plethora moments. of moments. That's our new model. Yeah, and, and
3: uh, it's kind of like precious moments because it's a yeah. pl- plethora of moments. At so,
0: all all. Dan, what was your reaction to meeting the RPPR fans? Well, first I'll just
4: say that I got my gift from Jen, and for having very short notice, and being able to put it together and realizing that I was, in fact, coming. I got a little bowl, a little black bowl with a little red uh, swirl in it, and I can put <laughs> dice or tokens or anything else in it so I can just keep adding to my Dark Spiral aura. <laughs> and in fact, Ross, I just need to start bringing it to games. <laughs> so I don't even have to say oh, it anymore. I have wicked oh man. oh,
3: man, Ross, a little uh, PTSD happening here. <laughs> uh, oh, that is... Great.
4: And it was nice to actually meet with some fans that, like, granted, a, a lot of them were referencing a lot more than recent games, but right. just having people know that. Uh, oh, hi, Oh, well, yeah. hi, Kuthin, yeah. and <laughs> all of that, and just. And I was a little taken aback by just how many people showed up, like, in the stories that I've heard of Gen Con's past that, yeah, there are fans. They actually exist. We've met them in person. <laughs> um... And then
6: actually seeing those people. And And dear... Oh, they have physical form! I know, right? (laughs) And sweet, blessed Gygax, there are so many of you. I had no idea, and I still stand by my word, I want to play with you all. There are literally dozens of us now.
2: Uh, we are a <laughs> CR Legion. <But> no, yeah, <laughs> nice I, I, I said it no. before the last time, but yeah, it was just amazing how many we had this year. Yeah. Uh, so.
4: Michelle was really taken aback. Because <laughs> what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. It was just kind of the, when I was talking to her about, you know, I do yeah. this podcast, we playing public radio, we play games, put it on the internet, blah, blah, blah. And she was just like, really? You have fans?
6: (laughs) (laughs) We not only have fans, we have a flag. Yes. We we. have a banner.
0: Yes, as as I said, we do have it hanging proudly. Of course,
6: now I guess you
3: go, like, like, game with us, Michelle. Game with us. She did register for the forums.
0: Yes. Awesome. Awesome, uh, awesome. When, you also ran D&D 5e, right? Was that Thursday or was that Friday? That was
4: Friday.
0: Friday. So what are we talking so about that? Speaking first? of
4: which, yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, Can
0: I start off? Oh, jeez. Sure. Right. Yeah.
3: It's like, it's, I'm just gonna, I think I want to play 5th it. Okay. I didn't like 4th, okay, so. but, but I played a 5th. Oh, my God. This is character creation. It took me 20 minutes. My first character took me 20 minutes to make on, <laughs> on notebook paper. All
0: right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you were running it. Uh, mm mm-hmm. Hey group me, yes, uh, yeah, again, we, we talked about Talk, this earlier, group thank you yes, group me is very useful for coordinating large numbers of nerds as they have cat like behavior yeah. uh, in the that.
3: one downside of course is you want to turn off your uh, ringer at night uh,
0: yeah, I just turned all notifications off. I had to actually look at my phone to know if I got any text messages, and that was what worked for me because I knew. At any time of day ding, I was ding, going ding, to get ding, another ding, one. Ding,
4: yeah. Ding, no, I turned vibration. I was those. really bad about abusing Group Me and just harassing people. So
6: No, I think that I mean no, no, it was worth it. Uh, and in fact I'm s- scanning through the Group Me right now for yeah. those who weren't there for my own uh, my own opinion of the D&D 5-Ed, I, I managed to write a limerick on the spot, and I <laughs> want to share it with okay, you guys. well, Okay, we'll get
0: we'll, whenever you find it. Um, See, so, yeah, so you ran it, you made, like, what, five characters in, like... Six. Six, six characters in, like, two hours. Three hours. Three, three, three hours with one, with, with one book. With one book. And then you ran
4: two hours worth of Dragon Queen? Uh, yes. Horde of the Dragon Queen? I ran pretty much the first set of encounters out of Horde of the Dragon Queen. And really, the way I had it set up is essentially the way it's scripted had about at least three combat encounters with a handful of kobolds and maybe a humanoid cultist or two and the way it was set up is the rest there's a rescue mission where you have to try to help the villagers get to the keep which is the only place that's not on fire right now the fancy equivalent of get to the chopper yes um But the more people you save, the harder it is to sneak that large of a group of people through. (laughs) All right, fair enough. And the rules actually say, like, there's a split balance in the way that Adventure is particularly written, is that you get XP for saving more people, or you can just kill and not bother sneaking and get more or less the same amount of XP for just going through and killing everything. Tough luck refugees, right? Yeah.
6: And... I have to say, we managed to get through it in a couple of different ways. There were a couple of times that we did it through combat. There were a couple of times we did it through uh, social play. And then there was one time where we managed to stealth gank. Well, did you rescue them or did you fight? Oh, we rescued them. They rescued almost
4: 30 people.
6: Yes. And um, I did find the limerick. My name is Meliandre the Melode. My bagpipes make things explode. (laughs) The spell Thunder Wave is my new bard fave. Look, cobalt bits all over the road. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That, that, that's
0: pretty amazing. Yes, uh, like one of the...
6: He let me play the bagpipes and use the spell Thunder Wave, which does 2d8 damage at level 1 to everything within 15 feet of me. So, kaboom, bagpipes. Awesome. <laughs> oh, it's kind
3: of like... Real uh, bagpipes. Really, yeah It's kind of like the Real um, bagpipes. fatal spell. Bell failure thing you fart at 150 decibels
0: yeah only it's a good game well it's so. a good game yeah don't yeah. Yeah. Um, invoke fail's name you will yeah. find us uh, anyway
4: uh, and the fact that we managed to run that many encounters didn't need to use a grid map didn't need like minis minis or anything it's
0: like definitely that. A much, it's a really uh, I wouldn't say quite a rules-like game because I've seen the size of the player's handbook but it's it's definitely going way way the other direction in terms of uh,
6: rules complexity and you know uh, and for my skill the, list yeah well and just for the quick group that we had there was Dan sitting behind the uh, or the invisible screen as it were right um, Micah chewing scenery with me and he thought that he could out chew the scenery he gave it a good shot I can't really say who won that screen scenery chewing battle between uh, yeah, you guys unfortunately you guys didn't Micah. record this did you we didn't, no, we, didn't. Yeah.
4: we didn't have a recorder and it was out in the open in the Hyatt. There by the,
6: by, by
3: the way. way, thank you, Hyatt. There yeah. would
6: have been a lot of echoes. Yeah. But um, we had Michelle as our sneaky, sneaky, stabbity backpack. And then um, Ann Janetta was with us. Um, she was playing the sneaky, sneaky, stabbity backpack. I stand not Michelle, Michelle was, was, playing, was monk. Yeah. She was stabbity fist. And
0: that nice. was Vashik again. Yes.
3: I, I had to head it off when I.
0: Was it a paladin? Yeah, no. he was a fighter.
3: Oh, okay. Washington has always been a fighter,
6: Rose. And I thought he was a paladin. He was a fighter. Oh, okay. what is the name of the gentleman that you handed it off to? I do not know. No. Ooh. Oh, man. Is it an RPPR fan? Probably. He is an RPPR fan. <laughs> 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 all right. A nice gentleman with black hair. Um, I know that that narrows it down. Yeah, um, no, clearly. Oh, well, if you, only we had all been wearing great big name tags around our necks that said yeah. who we were. And if only yeah. our
3: brains recalled that information. Yeah. yeah.
0: Anyway... Uh, So that was a big uh, popular. uh, It sounds like you guys had a blast with that during Friday afternoon. Mm. Uh, What else did you guys do? (laughs) We played
6: a lot of Channel A. (laughs) Yeah, that That was was a lot of Channel A. And
0: um, yeah, because while we were doing the Glancy game, that's what you guys were doing, right? Um, We got messages on the group me about that. Yeah,
4: nothing
3: needs. I think nothing else really needs to be said about the Glancy game. Yeah, I think. The thirty
6: some odd comments. Yeah.
0: Oh God. Yeah, that's just. It has been a well discussed. Uh, and yeah, I
6: did play in two LARPs. Uh, one of which was Present on Friday. Um, played one on Friday right okay. after the uh, RPPR meetup. That was Thursday. Oh, that was Thursday, and then there was the one on was it Friday or Saturday? was Saturday. Yeah uh, Saturday, and. Um, I am just going to say I played in a vampire LARP. I did not enjoy it. I will not be giving the name of it, just saying that this particular LARP is a waste of money. That having been said, um, I participated in a wonderful Call of Cthulhu LARP put on by the group Kettle of Fish, Um there were 50-plus people in the Kettle of Fish, Call of Cthulhu Lark. Are getting paid was, by utterance of Kettle, <laughs> Kettle of Fish? It's by no, the word. I've yeah. just learned that if you say Kettle of Fish uh, three times, or just give any name three times, yeah. it sticks in the memory better, and I want everybody who wants to do a Call of Cthulhu Lark to remember that particular group, because it was nothing short of, off, uh, nothing short of awesome. And Michael Keaton will show up as Narlahotep. Could be but they had a really, really awesome Dagon puppet that did show up at the end when the cultists kind of...
2: No, I saw them assembling it while we were doing the meet-up, so... I think there are some
6: photos of it floating around on the Gen Con Facebook page or something like that, so... Uh, There are. Yeah. And it was... I... Sorry, trouble talking. But um, had a wonderful time at it and met up with a lot of fun and interesting people. I mean, there were 50 people Mm -hmm. there, most of whom... Did not break character once it started, and I had to interact with them afterwards just to find out, "Are you really crazy? Can you put two words together? Oh my goodness, that that was all an act." Um, my hat is off to you. We need to get you a solid gold statuette. Um,
3: and Dan, Michelle, and I, we made the journey to our hotel room so many times at night. I know it's just like we always seem to go back at the same time.
4: Yeah. And even though the, Michelle and I were trying to let Tom have a chance to get to the room first, because apparently I snore. Like I'm yeah. like a beast.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I actually had to apologize to Ross. Yeah. Because I thought he was bad. I, no, no, you're nothing compared to this, Ross. <laughs> yeah. you, you You were actually a gentle cricket
0: chirp. <laughs> well, I, I've, I, my snore has
6: never been called a gentle cricket chirp Well, before. considering that I sleep one room away from my brother who snores like a chainsaw with a broken idol... Um, the fact that I spent the night before Gen Con staying uh, one room away from Dan and Michelle, yeah. um, the fact that it sounded like there was a wood chipper going off in the room just kind of lulled me into a nice, nice sleep. So yeah, next, I, 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 next year I will be your roommate. You'll put I, me right out. Well,
3: I, while Peter Stormare is shoving the remains of Steve Buscemi
6: through. No, I figure, I mean, that's how I deal with snores
0: now. Is one, and I mentioned this last segment, but again, for utterance, uh, sleep mask, uh, earplugs and Tylenol PM. That's and then I that that's what I do and it works.
2: Oh yeah. I'm no. not proud of it, but hey. Well no, I, 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 I it I gets put, the job done. I put my headphones and put on Netflix and I'm gone. So wow. and um, I Dude, will share we, that I brought these super we, large so. uh
6: breathe Right strips just in case I snort at night, which I happen known to do. Well,
3: yeah. also I was sleeping on a fold out couch.
6: Yeah. yeah.
4: You could have taken the bed. We were
3: no. I institute you. You are a couple. You get bed.
2: I'm not an asshole. <laughs>
3: All right. Anyway,
0: moving on. <laughs> whoa,
4: okay,
2: whoa! What the hell was that hesitation? No, you're just we're a moving, jackass. We're, There's we're, a difference. We're
6: moving on. We're moving on. I need to know.
2: I need to know. <laughs> need to know. Um, <laughs> and
6: speaking so, of walking back to hotels. Yeah. Brief little. Uh, yeah. Apparently there was um, the night that I was wearing the purple suit, which everybody oh, saw. Oh okay. yeah.
2: Oh, this actually. Yes. Yeah.
6: Um, Apparently, if you are walking by yourself at night, uh, wearing a purple suit and walking with a stick... zoot suit, really? Oh, yeah, it is a zoot suit. Yeah. Um, And walking with a walking stick. Um, I had a broken toe. There was no way that the nice police officer could have known that. Um, But he did ask me where I was going and what my business was, uh, which just goes to show that limping ain't easy.
3: Mm. Uh it's
0: uh, out of here with a limp
3: anyway moving on well actually uh, like one thing I, I, I have noticed that, some, that uh, some people some locals have said yeah. when Gen Con's in town all the low lives just Head for different pastures. No,
0: I I, I believe it. I mean, uh, I, I I and I told this well, story before. The but when I did when I joined that vampire larping group that went to the town square here in Springfield at mid, like late at night on mm-hmm. the weekends, like the police told us that like that we scared the vampire larpers scared the criminals and the yeah, all. it's awesome. I'd, like they see all these n- nerds dressed in black with fangs carrying crates of books around and like, like get fuck the, this. Yeah, no. Whereas like I don't, I, I, no. I've shot
2: I've shot people. God Heroin's not enough to deal with this. I'm
3: gone.
0: Yeah. So I
2: can, I'm gonna oh, like. Oh, by the way, and this is a
3: big. Sh- I mean, this is, dude, This is a big. Awesome. Thumbs up to all you nerds who go to Gen Con. Yeah. The local businesses love the nerds. Yeah. Because nope. ner- you nerds and, like, myself, we and tip you well. You nerds? You're yeah. You nerds?
1: Us nerds. We yeah. tip well. All right. We. Here
0: go.
3: Because yeah. yeah, apparently they say, you know, Gen Con, the, pe- the ke- nerds that go to Gen Con, me included, just okay, Ross? We are. Apparently, we tip awesome and we're nice. Yep.
0: We're too socially awkward not to be nice.
6: <laughs> yeah, just- well...
0: And a lot of us are Midwestern, and it's just kind of inbred in our corn fed jeans at this point. Well, so. But anyway, I kind of went to like Saturday uh, and some of the loot, because um, that was both the big thing for Friday, right? I mean, the, yeah. The, yeah.
6: I only Jenna. wore the purple suit twice, and once yeah. was in broad daylight. Yeah. Oh, by the way, my, uh, my gift from uh, what's it? Jen, Jen Jen. Jen.
3: Yeah, I got, I got a lovely little, little Mr. Duke.
1: Yeah.
6: My,
3: my giant snake monster
6: from monster but anyways from you were once in daylight and then... yeah and did not get stopped in the daylight that was to the right it was at London. night yeah. but yeah the other one was middle of the night right. so I can totally understand the, the misunderstanding and even looking back on it now it is pretty funny it is it sad part about that story is this is not the first time that has happened <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm not surprised at all. Like I would be surprised if you hadn't been in saw more than once. Uh, but anyway, Saturday. Uh, what was going on Saturday for not you guys? Oh, I'm going on Saturday. Uh, I mean, for me again, I was running a game every day. Uh, Aaron had his cosplay parade, which we've talked about. Yeah, um, lots. Of and then there's the Delta Green panel at night. Uh, and then. I spent a lot of Man. Saturday working just going to the exhibit hall to actually buy stuff and get stuff because I hadn't had any time before then. Right. Um, but was Saturday just kind of more hanging out with you guys? I think uh, so. Yeah. I know,
3: Tom, you yeah. ran your game on Saturday, right? Yeah. Yeah. I ran a, Basically, like, like, you know, Ross was like, hey, tell me, hey, Tom, why don't you run a game? Yeah. Then I, I had the bright idea. I'm going to run a Call of Cthulhu game kind of based on a, like a sequel to my payday thing. A game that I have now pre- I, I now prepared one hour before I ran it.
0: That's sometimes an hour more than I had for some games. Uh,
3: exactly, but yeah, yeah. I had, I plan. I did not plan for this game at all. I, I had I had a little, I had a tiny little outline in my brain.
0: Well, you'd already run it twice before, so you not actually had part, it.
3: Not that particular one, no. Well, you... no. This was this was this was, this was after the one yeah. I had ran.
0: Right, but you'd already run a similar thing twice, so you know you had that. No, to no, draw. no,
3: this particular game was. Okay. This was the one that was that was supposed to be after that one. Okay. And it was. Well, first of all, there are a lot of people showed up to play it and I yeah. I, I had like 11 character sheets. Oh yeah, that. you were in that too. Yeah, right? yeah. because you well know, he was there the printer at our hotel was really flaky. Yeah. yeah. So I kept being like, okay, did I get through I only wanted 5 but ended up getting I got 11 character sheets Yeah. I'll keep accepting people as long as I have character sheets.
0: Yeah, I, I even I showed up to play like 20 minutes at yeah. the end. And
3: what did Ross get to do in I, that game?
0: I operated Heavy Machine. You operated
3: the fuck out of Heavy It was my high machinery. skill.
0: I made my guy in 20 minutes.
3: I had basically a dynamic entry with a
0: bulldozer. That was pretty much all I did. I kind of regret not running over the car with c because I kind of wanted to get killed. <laughs> yeah. like,
3: <it> just <laughs> like, hey guys, what's good? Boom, all right, I'm done. See ya. Pooh. And apparently it's... Uh, I pe- the look of glee yeah. on your face at the bulldozer. It was something it was just- to behold. Oh, yes, we did record that. We did record that, and it did. I, I had eventually. I was going to continue it when we all went to go get food. But at the point, of, I, I there's no way I could possibly top what has just happened.
0: It's also exhaustion. Saturday it
3: was. Night. We were. I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, we
0: had dinner with Glancy. We had dinner with Glancy. <laughs> uh, I don't know what. Well, yeah, what you guys do for dinner, or well, I mean, after that, what happened with you? Uh, Michelle and I track.
4: went and got food. Michelle, um,
6: you and David went and got food. We all went to White Castle that night. Um, was Saturday. That's the previous. Well, that Wait, you're right. Right, the three of us... <laughs> yeah, no. what on happened side. is it's you like brought bomb. White yeah. Castle,
2: I didn't yeah. notice until about half of the win, and when God damn it, it's going to be like a bomb going off next to me while I'm trying to run a game. Thank oh. you very much, David. They're open run, yeah. Very Saturday. large rooms there. Saturday There's was Aaron's White Castle. Yeah.
4: Saturday yeah. night was Aaron's game. Yeah.
2: Which um. was one of the... Yeah, oh, yeah. Michelle's rule first a.m. to Call of Cthulhu, which she did yes. a fantastic job, despite the game... Disclaim. Wait, which,
0: which game was run first? Tom's game or your game? Uh, Tom's game game was run the day...
2: No, he, he, it, was well, was it, just, it was the same day. It was the same day? Same yeah. yeah. day. You, know, you
3: ran yours after mine.
2: Yeah, I ran yours afterwards because okay. everybody went to get food. Uh, I just kind of was holding on the for, the tables for a while. So, sure. Um, and to that keep was
6: there. when I uh, went to play Mad Cow.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. That's kind yeah. of how we wound up. Era, it was all in the JW Marriott open gaming area. That was kind of Good like job our stomping grounds. Except for the goddamn music. Uh, there's nothing
4: wrong with for ambient music they did okay
0: it interfered with the recording Ah, the recording is all sorry Uh, people got over it on the glance again I know I'm just a huge
2: nerd about it it. weird so anyway at least it wasn't in late arc Ross you're a nerd
6: I know it was very uh, it, it was very when were you planning to tell us this never so, uh, it's probably you know, sorry. Field,
2: no. no it was very it, unlike you know the last time we had the musical accompaniment where it was the same Silent Hill song over and over again oh yeah so.
0: that's, well that was the GM's choice and I didn't want to say anything because he was a GM uh,
2: he was playing the betrayal track yeah well, I think he had creepy, a, a, and to but, be honest I think he had other stuff going but also he was just distracted because he was telling the story and right we were Well, yeah. he's
0: also like, this scenario goes on for eight more hours. You've only gotten the first third of it in four hours, and we're like... Like, what? what? Yeah.
2: We have to I'm actually going to run Shadow's Vesteran again. Oh, okay. And, uh, I like this. I got, z- I got, I got a, good uh, one, a so- collection of scenarios from them Okay, uh, with pre-generated characters. All right, I thought I saw it. Yeah, oh, I, I like the game. It's interesting.
0: Shadow's Vestrian is like a fantasy medieval game. It was first created in France, and it's been translated in English. It's got really great art. Yeah. Uh, it's got awesome. an interesting system, so...
4: Uh, so Saturday, you were, were you in Aaron's game as well? I sat and coached Michelle on <laughs> call through the mechanics during Aaron's game, while I ran more
2: Pokemon Puppy Milling. Yeah, yeah, you would have probably come in had uh, Al- That's like Alan, the new guy, hadn't come over to the table and said, "Hey, what's this? Sure, come on in, join the fun." So, right. which again, to his benefit, he did great the first time right. around, and. Uh, so yeah, we went up with Mad Cow
0: uh, late at night. Yeah, we, the, and, Caleb and I were kind of burned out at that point. And I, uh, Saturday
3: point. night, I eventually go, "Hey, hey, hey I've got to drive a lot tomorrow." Yeah,
6: you, you, which was a good decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and I have to say, I have never laughed so hard in my life yeah. as I did uh, playing Mad Cow with Anjanetta, Ivan, Noah, and Richard. Yeah, we. Um,
3: I was there for part of it.
6: Yeah, yeah. the The final Ivan freakout was just. It's comedy gold and I wish that we had been recording it. I wish that I had had the foresight to bring a recorder for that. I thought it was just going to be a silly little game. I didn't think it was going to be near that funny but dear Lord yeah uh, Well, a great time was had by all. I do I, actually one thing
0: we did forget to mention on the last segment was that on the drive back. Uh, uh, not in your car, but, you know, for Tom, oh,
3: uh, God. And
0: Caleb and I, God we, damn it. we had a treat as uh, Audible in their, in their oh, generosity yes. <laughs> had given oh, out software. a free audiobook. The Legend uh, of
6: Drizzt. The, the
0: t- Tales of Drizzt, uh, which was an anthology of stories about Drizzt and his companions and whatever. But each chapter was read by a different celebrity. And so we skipped straight ahead to the one narrated by Ice-T. Uh, and Holy
3: to- balls! <laughs>
4: uh, How surreal was it, Ross? There was there's because, a because, lot it,
0: of discussion about the orc housing market. Like, these orcs are b- building fortresses all over this land. Well, and
5: they
3: were in uniform
0: with black tabards and white yeah, skulls. Yeah,
3: clearly like, more organized yeah. than the average yeah, it was, it was like it was like D and no. D, like D and D with SVU mixed yeah. with, you know, like housing, like housing market. Discussions.
6: It was it was magic. well, and I have to say, the part that just uh, made me smile more than anything else on that wasn't so much the reading as much as the running commentary from Caleb in the backseat. Yeah.
3: Um, well, all of us really, yeah. we all had running well, commentary. Yeah,
6: Caleb's though. It, at one point, there was a rather purple prosy phrase of the less than hospitable uh, weather, and he just less than us it's cold <laughs> <laughs> how hard is it to write it's cold uh. because it was
3: either, it was like it was basically one drow slaughtering orcs
0: yeah there are two stories one drow with a magic sword who talked to him telepathic,
3: telepathically
0: telepathically don't think don't
3: think yeah don't think,
0: yeah, don't think. <laughs> uh, kill an orcs and then drizzt and some elf we're going to reclaim a body and they were on their And it's also Pegasuses. scouting orc positions. Yeah, and they're talking about orc fortifications and orc this and orc... So like, it it was,
3: also, the orcs have uniforms.
0: Oh, God, man. That's a bad sign. Are they have black tavern? Mm, that's not good. Anyway, uh, so that, that's the, the only thing I want to mention about well, the right well, movie
3: Also, back. also we, we started in yeah. a chapter read by Weird Al and... Say what you will. We we had to eventually... He gave a shit. Well, we we had to stop listening. because eventually like, oh, God, this is just horrible writing. Yeah. But Weird Al was into it.
2: Yeah. He was... I mean,
3: he was reading mainly... it was a dwarf-centric and he was doing dwarf voices... Yeah. And he was nailing
2: it. Because he is a performer. He knows. He, this
3: is Weird Al. ice is a performer, too. He gave it his
0: all, all right? It's not his fault. It was such a bad text. I would well, love to hear more of Ice-D narrating audiobooks. I, if he did Moby Dick, we did, I would <laughs>
6: buy that in a fucking second. <laughs> or Lord, Lord, The
0: House of Seven Oliver, Gables. Or Dude, Oliver, A Crime yeah.
6: Story. Oh, man. Yeah. Oliver. Oh, yeah, just the thought that comes to mind, though, is... Crime was, and punishment? Just, War and peace. I think uh, that they said, hey, punishment. T, would you like to when read the book would work yeah. bad, And so. he came in and it is all right, I'm going to read on? a book. Oh, yeah. um, all right, uh, here is the book. Start reading. You have chapter eight. The fuck is this? Yeah. Uh, you d- Just read it. Uh, oh, so, funny. anyway, but for you guys, any any uh, funny things happened on the
0: way back?
2: Uh... Yeah, it was pretty generic on there because we were more or less in kind of down mode at that point, so... We listened to Sucrose Park on the way back. Yeah, listen listened to Sucrose Park since I realized I had not... I had the one not with Cody? Yeah, because yeah, wow. I never listened to it because oh, like okay. that's one of the few monsters of the childhood things that I didn't do with you guys because oh. uh, I know I was there for... Uh, yeah, one of our,
0: that was one of the first big ones that was really popular because oh. uh, uh, Cody's... Say you going about Cody, but his depiction of that kid was pretty... Uh, and
1: Remember, cool rat, you got a little cool rat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What was your favorite part? Of the show? Oh, giant brain. Yes. No, no cool. <laughs> no cool,
2: cool, cool rat was the thing that I thought was hilarious. That <laughs> yeah. just kind of came to mo- moment of that. So, so yeah, uh, you learned to love it. No, I uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, So yeah, we're just next because yeah, we were, we were actually confused for a second because Dan and I were thinking like Dan was like, "Weren't you in Sucrose Park?" No, I, I started off in I think I started off in Sentai Rangers when yep. it was the first one I was with you guys. Yeah. On that. So, but yeah, I was, no, it was interesting. So, let get to <laughs> it.
6: All right. Fair. Let's see. There was one other thing I wanted to throw in. Sure. Um, got to hit the dealer room a um, couple of times. Yeah, we definitely want to talk about our loot. Every we single eat. time that I started to get to where the foot was really, really throbbing, yeah. uh, Jen and George had a spot for me to sit down. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart for letting me sit and. Yeah, uh, no, we got to give a big. Another shout out to Eclectic Eccentricities. Eclectic Eccentricities. Yeah, Yeah, sorry. Which, um... (laughs) Me speak word and I'm good. Oh, and, uh... Ross, your problem is that it's alliteration. I know. That's my value. All right, mark. no, yeah, that's true, that's true. It is your wheelhouse.
3: So. Oh, and Rolla, I'd like to thank you for having a different dining option for Caleb's they, Yes,
0: they've always had more than one. It's not... You You chose Golden's.
3: I have So I hate hey, like, to just they don't want to go there. <laughs> and he, everyone's like, everyone was totally okay.
0: <laughs> Caleb, <laughs>
3: Caleb didn't object until after. Caleb was
0: too shocked. He was too sad knowing that he was
6: leaving. Well, he uh, should have
3: said something. Well... I should particularly... have been more empathetic to him. Anyways, this is Caleb we're talking about. Right, right? Fair enough, Jesus. But yeah,
6: uh, so let's get on to them, sweet,
0: sweet. Uh, yes, Luce. Uh So we were talking about yeah, like what Aaron and I and Caleb got at uh, so. Gen Con. But what Dan? Any big? Uh, you got your book autographed by? Uh, yes, Dresden I got Marshall, books. Jim
4: um, Don't I
6: got... forget the other one. Yeah,
0: but
4: uh, yeah, I got my Dresden file book signed by Jim Butcher. I harassed Monty Cook at his booth for his new game to get him to sign my Tolis book. Which totally worth lugging that big son bitch. Wow,
0: no, I'm, I actually, this is the first I heard. I knew you got the Dresden Files, but wow, you dragged
4: us that is a you big you carried boy. it in your backpack right? yes uh, wow actually Michelle the, that day Michelle carried <laughs> <laughs> Tolis <us. laughs> you know this is a, this is love which she will carry that fucking,
6: that's <laughs> Jesus when I take wow. your burden upon myself that's God. not that's like having her carry three books and duct tape she's your together. Lydia one it's like Skyrim dog. she's your Lydia I am your
0: thing and
6: I will carry her.
0: here yeah no carry wow. this dragon this carry all this carry Carry. dragon one these word keeper
4: yeah no, anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, his comment to me was just like, that's a large old book you have there. <laughs> and I said, it is a large old book. It's one of my favorites. Would you please sign it? And he even wrote for Dan, autographed it, and then drew a little mind flare on it. Aww. Uh, so.
0: <laughs> it is body code, but it's kind of a sign. So,
4: anyway. Uh, as far as loot goes. Trying to think of all the different things I bought.
2: Well, uh, it's your big other Dresden thing that you got. So. Well, those... I was getting to that. Oh. I was gonna try to save. Oh, build it. See, yes. okay. okay. yeah, I was
4: like, I'm, I can be a performer too, Aaron. Fine. <laughs>
6: God. That's why I was giving the visual cue instead of the verbal. Yeah. <laughs> anyway.
1: Why are you even here? Because a curse? Uh, Oh, yeah, okay. Well, I bought Horde of the
4: Dragon Queen. That's why I decided to run it, because, hey, I have an adventure already to go. And I bought that one from. uh, I've heard
0: it's much better than the adventure in the starter set.
4: Yes. Yeah. Um, The vendors that had that one actually had theirs pre autographed by the Mm. adventure's authors for the same MSR. Did you get one
0: of those autographed ones?
4: Yes. It was the same sale price. They included a copy of um, their Mac, of Kobold Magazine oh yeah and then they also gave us a patch that had a a Tiamat patch that had the five headed dragon and then queen of the dragons and Michelle is going to take that and add it to something later Mm -hmm. for herself um nice no, right. We
6: we
0: watch Dark Dungeons on Sunday, so you got to be careful about that kind of stuff. I mean, you might get too much into role playing games, and then
4: there's, learn learn there's the the mind bondage spells,
0: spells and you know, then summon Cthulhu. And, uh, uh, and, uh, yeah, human sacrifice. It's it's a dark scene, man. But anyway, yeah,
4: <laughs> um,
0: yeah that's more gross to be. Okay. Uh,
4: it's true. it's love. Yeah, sure um, enough. Uh,
0: so okay, so next oh, up, Ed. well.
4: No, oh. my biggest purchase was because I'm a giant Dresden nerd. Um, I got. The book signed at a booth that I can't remember the (laughs) correct spelling of the jeweler, but they have officially Dresden Files licensed jewelry. Um, One of the things they have is an actual shield bracelet that the main character wears throughout the series and talks about the ornately designed shields on a charm bracelet. And so they had one for a really awesome sale price, and so I picked up one of those and then wore it for the rest of the con. And oh thought, yeah,
2: that's right. Yeah. Yeah, because these are the same that guys that I, I managed to at least send them over the edge because I got my ashimon pins for wheel of time, which are still great ones and they're holding up really well. So. Nice.
4: And Michelle got some loot from the Who and a booth. She got a Doctor Who coffee mug for work and a couple of T-shirts. And I thought about buying some shirts, but I just at that point I was just going. Eh.
2: You went away without a screwdriver. You do not know how to live. Uh, uh, he got the shield bracelet
3: Like Yeah Jeez. Besides I think uh, you've, got everything prepared, like, you've got screwdrivers covered I think yeah. Don't you have all yeah, of them It's not about me. me
0: No we'll just get them this, Off your this body It's not about me Yeah, yeah. Uh, Anyway David Well, uh, yeah.
4: One more bit okay. I didn't get the loot At the con Because by the time I got to the official Gen Con apparel All the stuff I wanted Was sold out But I did put in an order For uh, A Gen-, Gen Con messenger bag And a t-shirt so okay. at some point I will get those things in the mail. Neat. Uh, yeah, those yeah. Med- messenger bags look really nice. I did, oh, did get the deluxe one. I did not get it. Okay. Because. Oh, reasons. Yeah, and I when I because I ordered it online, they gave me a twenty percent off coupon. So that was nice too. Ooh. Nice,
6: very nice. Uh, so David, what kind of loot did you pick up? Well. Um, Gotta preface this by saying I didn't get nearly as much loot as I wanted because budget became a concern at the last sure. minute, as it tends to. So um, pretty much everything that I got was either freebie giveaways or you sit through this demonstration, we'll give you this. Um, I got to playtest a couple of really fun games. Uh, one of which is one that Aaron will never be able to play called Ninja Dice. Um, basically, where the dice land is almost as important as what they show. So with I Aaron to... it's oh, so, alright everybody roll your dice and Aaron's is on the floor again to be fair we do that all the time as yeah well. so yeah. this
2: is yeah but Aaron
0: I... does it more than the rest of us like 10% more often it's not mm-hmm. a huge amount anyways anyway, I'm defending Aaron yeah. on that thank you
6: thank you anyway. Ross but um, there was one particular vendor that had um, uh, awesome pitch it was you there sir would you like to play with words it's, ooh right. clearly we have not been introduced yes <laughs> so yes I would I got to play a game called Word Bandits, which is kind of the bastard child of Dominoes meets Scrabble. And because I was able to beat the creator's score, um, he had a 48, I had a 105. Still not the highest score at the table. There was a diehard Scrabble player who got 159, so... Wow. But that's where I got this uh, lovely little game called Mad Cow. Right. Uh, And so I've got an autographed copy of that. And... um, Let's see. I think I also got a T-shirt for playing Rock Paper Scissors Lizard Spock. Um, it's kind of a new game. Like, how much free shit can you get trolling the
0: exhibit hall of Gen Con?
6: Like. I filled up my swag bag at least twice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A lot. You can get a lot. Uh, so that that could... Be,
0: like, I've always thought about making a game based on, like, a like con-going, a like, score points for, like, hey,
6: you got an autograph book. Get five points. Right. You did this. You
3: got a coupon for a free meal. Oh, you have oh, to yeah. sleep. Minus ten points.
0: Yeah. And the, uh,
6: <laughs> yeah, the free button for winning on Instant Game Show. They, they gave me a scavenger hunt. It was... Yeah. Each of us got a list that had three different items on it. Mine were a book, a lighter, and a timepiece. And I didn't have to take a single step. It's, oh, I've got two of those here in this uh, bag right next to me, and here's my watch. <laughs> I win. Yeah, nice. Uh,
0: cool. Like, no, I know. I need to spend more time doing that kind of stuff at Gen Con. I'm always running events and everything, and it's just yeah. like takes so away. So you think,
3: like, what, next year you'll actually try to have fun? I have fun it's just not work as much
0: yeah not work as much I have fun working but I'm maybe f- have fun fun it's weird I don't know not work weird, fun but it is fun it is very fun. weird it is uh, so Tom what kind of loot did well, you get? well
3: first up? thing major thing I wanted to pick up I got for right away was the uh, Eclipse Phase Morph Recognition Guide yes I am now fully caught up in all the Eclipse Phase books
0: oh the sexy sexy Morphs
3: oh yeah what I mainly love is like first of all I love first thing I love is the fact that they're all they all have pictures so now I can actually visual I now can see what each morph is.
0: Yeah, like the sphere, I had no idea what that looked like. The one that's you know supposed to be big. It Describe it's a big sphere with arms on. Like what is, I I can't visualize. Visual like it's, no, yeah. it's a
2: ball. No. Yeah. Oh, the ball. That's a ball. Yeah. I don't know
0: what that is. I can't imagine that. But
3: that's also, so but, also, but also, but I also love yeah. like the uh, like the the customer comments underneath
0: oh, yeah, each morph. The the the, the neo- Cyber Yelp reviews are pretty. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> uh, and I
3: got that. Uh, picked up a, a book about Lovecraft cinema.
0: Uh, Lurker in the Lobby. Mm-hmm.
3: Lurker in the Lobby. That's a really because I was like, oh, they should have seen most of these movies.
0: Yeah, no, it's a good book. It's a good. It's an invaluable reference guide to the uh, Lovecraftian the Petrino.
3: Indeed, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and I picked up. Um, what oh, I picked up uh, the. Uh, Dinosaurs in Space. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Dinosaurs in Space. <laughs> it's very specific on that. It's case, a Greg Stolze game. And, yeah. and also, you... you. Essentially, I like, Greg Stolzey had probably one of the greatest sales pitches. Yeah. I was like, I was, it was Sunday, the last day we, we left. I yeah. was just kind of flipping through it. Like, he's like, hey, you should buy that, Tom. I'm like, all right. <laughs> That's,
0: hey, maybe 20 on my salesman check. Woo! Yeah.
3: I <laughs> think he probably, yeah, or he took 20.
0: Yeah, no, he's like, I'm Greg no. Scolese. Yeah, I get a plus 18. Hey, yeah. look, I rolled a two.
6: <laughs> well, yeah. truth be told, it's Tom Church yeah. with a book that has a dinosaur on the cover. Yeah. That's yeah. not necessarily a... That's a plus 10 right there. Yeah. yeah. Like, you um,
4: so for that, is, plus, one. Yeah.
6: Circumstance <laughs> But also Tom. Bonus. Yeah, you you have to realize, Tom, wins. I am visualizing a metaphor for it and it involves a shotgun and a barrel full of fish. Is that the new Payday DLC? Yes. Uh,
2: yeah, all right. Uh, no, but you have to realize for the bright side of the Stolze game, what
6: bad habit did you indulge, though? Huh? Tom, what other book did you pick up? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We had to go on the dark side. Yes, we had to. Yeah,
3: uh, I bought a Palladium book. And I got to chat with Kevin Sambietta. Oh, I didn't know that. How'd that go? Yeah. It was fine. I mean, it's kind of. I just kind of just, just talked about the. I basically the games like oh, all yeah, all the games I played played. I play, used play, to I used to play. I didn't mention how long ago that was. Right. And like also, a few years
0: ago for Ripsy Eliminator
3: Shut up. Well, okay, <laughs> yeah. that we had Caleb in that one. That yeah. was. That was all that was needed. <laughs> God fucking damn it. Yeah. But no, it was... Uh, I, I I usually pick up one play
2: about each Gen Con, just...
3: Because
0: mm, you have a problem.
2: Yes, Ross, I have a problem. <laughs> well, <laughs> it, it was even funnier with Caleb's reaction of, yeah. of this. He's not going to learn. If you keep buying the products, <laughs> like, he'll never it's like learn. FedEx, it's like the FedEx truck, Yeah, Aaron. Yeah. It's the FedEx truck. <laughs> yeah. In book form. Kevin's in Vienna, you're the FedEx
3: truck of... But yeah, uh, yeah, yes, I can. Nev- I I will never play or run Palladium ever again. But I can. I can keep. I can keep up on something that was part of my past. Yeah. I got to. Admi- I have to admit, it was part of my past. Yeah. So poop in your pants,
0: but that doesn't mean.
3: You <laughs> well, Ross. To tell you the truth, sometimes it's very
4: cathartic. Uh, you yeah. had, You brought it up. Um, <laughs> all right. All right. I have one more bit of. I have a swag story to tell. Sure. And it's Michelle's swag story. Oh yeah. Um. I. Did, she got a lot of things, a lot of random things, but um, what, in particular, I bought some fate dice. Yeah. Uh, so that way, when I do, you know, am allowed to have something resembling a life again, I can run a fate game. Uh, and Shortly
0: have, before the delayed mine apocalypse. Yes, yeah, yeah, pretty much yeah.
4: <laughs> it is um, a
0: sign, Dan, having a life. Yeah.
4: Yeah. It's right there that's on the, the last. Tablet. That's the last sign. Um so, in buying the dice, we went in the next day, and Michelle stopped in at the Chessex booth, and she bought her very first set of dice. Aww. I was
3: there for t- I was it I got just one of it each, it. or was it like? A, it set? was
4: one of those things. She was like, "What da- what dice do I need?" Blah blah. blah. I'm yeah. like, "Well, first, like, it's the Chessex booth. Pick a color first. Yeah.
3: And she, did, it was basically you know, that little, the little plastic
4: container of oh, dice. It wasn't. Oh, she looked at it, and then she put it away, and then...
2: Was, she picking check chose what she wanted.
4: Yeah, she was like, how many of what kinds of dice do I need? I was like, well, you need a, a couple of those, one of those, blah, blah, blah. And then, so she got those. And then, she went to Jen and George's booth and got herself a dice bag.
2: Total- oh, be yeah, ever- a- Oh yeah, that was uh, that was the other story and came off of that, because... Uh, I, I went back to Jen and George to do it specifically to go and buy something and since I knew I might, since I bought my own face dice, since I p- picked those up for the Atomic Robo, and yes, I got yeah. the official Atomic Robo fate dice, uh, I thought, there's one bag in there that I thought, oh, okay, I'll, I'll do something to supplement since I, I only have my marbles bag that I've been using for years on end, uh, that, and there was a black bag that had the Serenity logo,
6: that's cool, guess
2: who bought it?
6: Hey, you snooze, you lose. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah, exactly. Mm. No, uh, so I would. have No, experiment. I bought I bought a Perler magnet of a, of a green of a one-up mushroom and yeah, had they them did, sign they it.
0: they did have some good dice bags. I so, yeah. uh, Oh, hey,
6: great. Oh, I bought one more thing. Oh, they had oh
0: everything.
3: I bought the uh and Masterminds 3rd edition book of Emerald City, which is totally not Seattle.
0: Is that new or is that something? brand new?
3: Brand new. Okay. Yeah, basically it's there. It's third ed's big big setting book.
2: Oh, okay. And actually, I do have one that I didn't cover last time that I meant to, just because I want to make sure these guys get their uh, little advertisement. Um, uh, Aradani Studios, which is the studio for, and I hope I'm pronouncing this right, uh, Paul Bialeksics and Michael uh, Bialeksics, who is the one I spoke to. I purchased some artwork artwork from them, uh, one which was a horrendously creepy amazing. self-portrait of Edgar Allan Poe that I gave my mom oh, for yeah, her birthday, amazing. which I'll try to get pictures for that. And uh, the other one was a picture that had a very ornate skull frame on it yeah. that, of a robot riding a bomb. So, it, uh, But I fell in love with it immediately. It's now sitting in my office. Uh, but And I do, once we get to anecdotes, I do have a hilarious story from them. So uh, yeah, Which
0: is, I think, pretty much
2: where I <laughs> Oh, and also, um,
3: I did buy some art. As well as Aaron, so I well, got I got a couple of pieces for uh, some friends. Yeah, but for myself, everyone saw this one at the Glancy game. My the big dragon eye. Oh yeah,
0: it was a it was a yeah. big, it was a and I got, I got a big
3: a gi- dragon and I got a big giant mouse pad slash gaming pad, which yeah. was uh, you know, a really awesome mind flare. Okay. So, I, the artist corner is really nice. They, they, there's always a lot of really oh. good artists there, usually. Imagine that.
0: The only ones who are professional enough to earn enough money to afford a booth at Gen Con. <laughs> exactly. Uh, get there. So, it's kind of a self selecting process. Yeah. We didn't have the yeah. other yeah, really. yeah.
3: The artist who did the dragon eye looked a lot like George R.R. R. R. Martin. Okay. The same. Okay. <laughs> yeah, clearly. That's why those books have been delights
0: all yeah, He's Just fucking now. around drawing dragon eyes. Jesus <laughs> Christ, like, what the hell? This is Drogo. <laughs> he's so
5: dreamy. <laughs> anyway,
2: uh, uh, so, uh, well, yeah, speaking of anecdotes,
0: um, Dan, why don't we start with yours? Uh, what were there any particular uh, memorable parts of your two hours of encounters? And uh,
4: um, Mostly it was just... like. I think the the takeaway from that was I was skeptical a lot about D&D Next coming up because of just having access to a lot of the playtest materials while it was under development. Right. The thing that kept ringing back in my head is it's 3.5 harder. They're going back to it and I'm sitting there thinking I'll never be able to run a game. I just cannot commit the time required to build a 3.5 style encounter uh, when... Building an encounter in 4th edition was a lot faster, yes, a lot easier. Yes, is certainly true. And I don't know, until we get our hands on the DMG and or monster manual, I won't know for sure that that's the case, but at least the way they had it set up for Horde of the Dragon Queen, it seems like, it seems like it won't be as bad, um, again, uh, I will probably continue to support Wizards of the Coast through the Dungeons and Dragons because and magic and magic. Well, yeah, I have my own anecdote about magic, um,
6: <laughs> uh,
4: and I've I'll, I'll probably be dungeon. in a similar boat that Tom is in. Is that you know I'll still continue to buy Dungeons and Dragons products because that's what I grew up on in terms of gaming. Well, yeah. So, but
0: their rules like change over time, and yes. they afford things like editors,
6: which is exotic and foreign to the the Palladium.
3: Yes, exactly.
6: And I have an anecdote that dovetails off of Dan's just a little bit. I um, have to mention the good that sometimes comes of smoking is sometimes the people that you meet. I um, have to tell you about three lovely ladies that I encountered named Moira, um, Irene, and Ethel. Did you meet them outside of like a late night coffee shop? No, I was actually, I met them in the smokers area outside of the convention center. And as the uh, trio of older lady names suggests, these were a trio of older ladies. Um, Moira was 83, um, Irene was 87, and Ethel was 85. They volunteered their ages. And when I I said, you probably hear this question a lot, but and then they gave the ages, I said, wow, I was just going to ask um, what y'all were here for. They were apparently there because... They started playing Dungeons and Dragons when their grandchildren were young, and the grandkids grew out of it, and they said, this is a lot more fun than bridge, we're going to stick with this. <laughs> so they came from Boston to go to Gen Con because there was the new D&D supplement out, and they thought that it was a grand old time. <laughs> the and old so,
2: ladies D&D club, that's kind of awesome.
6: <laughs> yeah. That's yes, really it awesome. Is. And I have to say that that gives me hope for all of us, because I can see us when we're in our 80s, oh, sitting know, around that. a table... Yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> If
0: again, well, I mean, we'll be eating rats because my apocalypse. Well, yeah, we'll will be. Well, okay, well, you know, part two, well, electric well, well, Boogaloo. But hey, I can. We'll
6: really, really <laughs> either be <laughs>
0: eating
3: rats or our minds will be in robot bodies. It
0: could be both. We could be eating virtual rats, and honestly, while you're saying
2: that, I plan. Yeah, yeah the singularity is going to happen
0: like, of Dark Souls Three. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, anyways, it just wants to get so hardcore. But anyway, uh, that's yeah no. But yeah, I figured if
6: they can do it, we can do it, and that yeah. I now have a new dream for old man David. <laughs> that was my good plan all along. <laughs> Retire,
0: I can play elf games all day long. Like <laughs> I do? Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I should probably move on. Tom, what about you? Uh,
3: I guess I could talk about the Accursed game I played.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, that's the anecdote, yeah. Yeah,
3: it's a very much like awesome game. And actually, I love it. Uh, there's two groups running it. Right. There's... Uh, I, the, Two tables in one room. The other table, they chose pick their characters. RGM said, hey, why don't we choose randomly the pre-gen characters? So, and I randomly chose the Vargo or the werewolf.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh uh-huh. Wolfman.
3: Mm-hmm. No, man. serious. Totally, uh-huh.
6: totally did. No, uh-huh. if he was picking his own, he would have gone for the Ophidian. There wasn't one. <laughs> he would have gone for the werewolf. Yeah.
3: But anyway. I don't know. I
0: could see him being a Frankenstein.
3: Yeah. So anyway, we're. Uh, I'm not gonna get too much into it because we're gonna. I, we're totally gonna post the games. Yeah. But just there's a scene where we are on an airship going to assault a uh, citadel, and we the whole air like we borrowed the airship from the captain mm-hmm. by making him an offer he couldn't refuse. You killed him. No, he was alive. You threatened because none him. of our characters knew how to pilot the damn airship. Ah, uh, you just threatened him. I don't want to
2: say threatened. <laughs> <laughs> you know how this should have worked out. That's like do you the know how to pile? Do you, know how to pile? You know, do you know how to pile this ship? Yes, grenade. <laughs> <laughs> but the whole, that also, that's what I would have done.
0: <laughs> and I'm a terrible example. But anyway, that's the big So old way. I, and the whole
2: thing was loaded
3: with uh, yeah. the whole thing was loaded with uh, alchemical explosives that we were going to drop like ordnance on the place before being attacked. And I won't get it it's kind of, it'd be a spoiler if I said how it happens, so I'll just say <laughs> rest of, like like suffice it to say a bad guy Lit up all the uh, alchemical explosives while we were on board. So the and the revenant, the revenant, the dead guy didn't get off in time. Uh I I jumped. I had a parachute on, and the golem jumped. Right. And and so we are all in free fall. the The thing explodes, and the bad guy is actually is like falling. The golem chases him down in in free fall
0: because fuck physics. Yeah,
3: and we're and he's grappling and they're fighting. And I'm falling. So and I, I'm basically a rifleman. Yeah. I, well, I, I, like what? I'm like, facing upwards while in free fall. Score a awesome critical hit, and kill the bad guy. Nice. And I actually had a. I can actually pull the cord. The golem is just, uh, like, all right, this is happening. I'm just landing. <laughs> <laughs> just the whole colossus. I don't really lane. have much of a yeah. choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just you know creates a huge crater in the ground. Yeah. I mean, like, and we land at that point, and it wasn't even the GM, but I said, So is it at this point that the Revenant's severed head, which is still alive, lands? Like, yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> so technically, all of us survived, just one of us was
1: ahead.
6: Nice. He just lost a little bit of
3: weight. Uh, he's getting ahead in life, though.
1: <laughs> 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 well, he was
0: ahead. Yeah.
3: But yeah, the, the GM has made a lot of player su- suggestions happen in the game. Nice. Very nice, game. Good GMing very good GMing and uh, looking forward to all the stuff you're going to release forward too. Oh yeah, yeah no, we'll definitely. be posting
2: them uh, quite a bit. Um, uh, and actually, I had one more quick one uh, that related into this. Yeah. I don't know. I'll
1: stop. Aaron is,
2: <sighs> as Ross get glares at him. But this is actually kind of funny because I didn't notice this either. Uh, Michael at from Aradani Studios when I was picking up my second painting yeah. uh, was talking to some other people and particularly pointing out this other portrait he had done of Stephen King. Really creepy, really well done. But he said, this is the print that people almost return to me more than anybody else because when they're looking at it they don't notice the clown in the corner and i had seen this painting multiple times and it's only at this point that i noticed that pennywise the clown was staring <laughs> over his right shoulder it's like holy shit do you just do we just phase him out of our vision because we don't want to see him i guess yeah so yeah, i looked at it, going that's pretty damn cl- that's pretty damn talented if you can paint Pennywise the clown in there and it's not brought into our memory until we remembered, oh god, we're actually scared of him. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I will say,
4: I would, because I do play Magic, I tried to do some of the Gen Con Magic events. Oh, yeah. Uh, Didn't happen. It was just, the way they have them structured and they're set up is just like, okay, so I need to be here at the early 15 minutes until the event starts and hope there's a seat for me. And then be able to pay generics for that. That's part of the reason why I had so much money sunk in generics. Um, but it just never happened. Every time I would try to make it there, it was not the right time, or the time slot I wanted was full. Or I would even show, I showed up one day, and all the time slots for the day were somehow already full. So
0: Yeah, that's one of the things about Gen Con is you actually learn how to improve your experience every year. I mean, it is kind of a learned skill figuring out how to navigate the downtown and figuring out what events you want to go to and how to manage your time and, like... Yeah, I'm sure there's probably some... for The Gen Con actually have forums, and I'm sure there's a sub-forum for ma- magic players, and there's probably tips people to give on how to get in and stuff like that. So yeah. you actually have to do research to have fun. <laughs> but we're nerds. That's kind of what we do anyway. Yeah, so, so it's right? not that big this of a
6: problem. This is true. Yeah. And I know where to find the White Castle now. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
4: Alright, well that's the important thing. Uh, uh, that, I... David, I love White Castle just as much as you... Well, almost as much as you do. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be willing to make that track a second time for yeah. White Castle. I made it twice with a broken toe. I mean, Suck it up, I, you big
6: baby. I, <laughs> I, I,
0: you know what? It reflects more on you than the value of White Castle yeah. than anything else. Yeah, yeah, we,
4: I mean, I, yeah. When, the co- when the cop had to chase home drunk homeless people out twice while we were sitting there eating our food see, now I want to go. <laughs> That's fascinating. That's well, dinner and a show. Anyway.
6: Well, the second uh, time I was there, I kind of have to tell the White Castle experience. Yeah. Um, I walked in and Spider-Man and Black Cat and a zombie uh, were trying to explain to a local lady, a local young lady, uh, that no, they were not there for the product tie-in. Yeah. I know she's trying to figure out why the zombie is there, but no, there's a gaming convention like half a block away. And she said, but you look just like the poster right here. You can't make this up.
0: (laughs) What he should have done is like, yes, I am here. Where's my free product? I I need.
4: (laughs) Where's my my free cream? She was a
6: customer. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Where's my gift? Yeah,
0: well then he gotta use that to block the employees. But anyway. Um, so I think that's that's He was uh, Spider
6: Man, not Spider Man. GenCon twenty
0: fourteen was a resounding success. Again, thanks to everyone who made it out to our mm, meetup. Absolutely. Uh everyone who got to play games with us. Uh, we'll be there next year of course, a larger group than ever. Uh, and uh, I think that that kinda sums it up.
6: So yeah, it does. Uh, I am definitely gonna be playing next year because some guy loaned me his dice. Okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> and you still have them. Yeah. They do I do. They're right here. They have already drunk the rum. They will be rolled on. <laughs> uh, percentile dice, thank you, Tim, for the loan. You will get them back. All right. Well this has been RPVR episode one of Gen
0: Con twenty four Dean wrap up. Uh, we'll we'll see you guys next time.
6: Bye. <laughs>